wants to get inside of me. I can feel her. Oh, I thought I wanted it. I let it happen. They found out I was here. They won't hesitate. Sie werden mich schlachten und meine Fazion telefressen. Herr Berger ist im Wartezimmer. Herr ah. Doktor. So. Herr Berger. Tag, Herr Doktor. Bitte schön. Welcome back to the 2021 Halloween Horrorthon. And there we also say welcome to the Film Effect Podcast, where we take all things horror to the full effect. My name's Ed. With me is my cinematic life mate and everyone's favorite asshole, Sean. Good morning, Film Effect. As well as freaking, 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 <laughs> well, right, freaking, frequent guests of the podcast. <laughs> freaking guests. So, Justin Boyd. Hey, now. Yeah, man. <laughs> and if you're a fellow cinephile like Gus, or even a casual fan of movies in general, then, you are tu- then you're tuning into the right show. This is a weekly podcast that does deep dives and touches lives on a weekly basis. Focusing on a particular film each episode in an effort to give it the full film effect treatment. But before we break our bones perfecting the devil's dance, I want to let you guys know that our ever-going collection of previous episodes can be found on our website at podpage.com slash the-film-effect-podcast, as well as all major platforms direct link in the episode notes. Speaking of platforms, you can help us out tremendously. You can do something. You can help us out tremendously. Slow down. Two in a day. Slow down. By using Apple Podcasts to leave us an honest rating and review when the show's over. It helps us in so many ways, and we just genuinely love hearing from you guys. All right, Sean. Facebook Uh, and Instagram, where we at? Facebook, Instagram. We're going to be found at the Film Effect Podcast. And where can we be found over in Twitter land? Uh, You want to tweet us? You're going to send that to the, uh, excuse me, at Film Effect Pod. 
And how about that email address? Email address is simple, gang. It's the Film Effect Podcast at gmail.com, spelled exactly the way it sounds. All right. Let's just get right to it. It's going to be one hell of an episode. Shout outs. Shout out to his family. Enough <laughs> <laughs> said. Only shout out for this episode goes to you, Sean. Happy birthday. Yeah. 40 fucking it's seven. My birthday. My b- 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 birthday. <laughs> and with with that in mind, <clears throat> bear with me. Holy shit! Right, we're gonna bear with Justin for a minute. Get the fuck! Get the fuck out of here! And I missed Ed's birthday episode, so oh, oh, what the fuck is this? Holy shit, man! My presents. It's a My birthday episode. Is <laughs> if we do a birthday episode, you oh look, it's like I'm looking oh, this way. Right. <laughs> the dogs looking that way. He's like, hey, what do you want from me over here? <laughs> Holy shit! You see that, honey? Wow. Yeah. You guys had to get one because that was our first episode. Oh, good fuck yeah. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. One dog's looking this way. One dog's <laughs> looking that way. Guys, going hey, guys like, hey, what, what do you want, want from me, me over here? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. It. Fucking thank you, pal. <laughs> now, bring her in here, man. That's fucking awesome. Who's this? Dad, I hope you don't have this one already. <laughs> no. Whoa. I dig it. Let me see it. <gasps> I don't even have Get the fuck out of here! You got me Heaven's Gate on Blu-ray! I don't even oh, have that, you cocksucker. Oh my god, the this is that extended cut too, isn't it? talking about that! Oh my god! <laughs> it's recently, just brought up to me like two days ago. Yeah. Did you mention recently you haven't seen that? I now own a copy of Brazil. Oh. Yes! 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 I thought yes. you said you haven't seen that and I needed to rectify that. So yes! Oh, yeah. Fuck yes, man. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, hell yeah. What the fuck is this? I love this? it so much. I'm fucking speechless. <laughs> Don't mind the dead air, guys. Holy oh, shit! He just, just made him... <laughs> oh, my God. It's a fucking Dario Argento Suspiria banner. Oh, wow. From the fucking opening scene. I gotta get a frame for that. Everything is fucking in Italian. Every every yeah. sentence ends in a goddamn <laughs> fucking vowel. Oh my... With the exception of Jessica Harper, everything ends in a fucking I and E or an O or an A. Oh yeah. my god. That, where the f- I don't even want to know where you... Think. You look at this thing, dude. This is the greatest... Fucking shout-outs ever <laughs> in the history of shout-outs on this show. Holy shit. That's fucking amazing. That is fucking top-notch. Yeah, honey, plaque it up. You Let got work to do bit. during the episode. Not only is it yeah. your birthdays, plural, but... It'll work. Yeah, I'm going to flip this around. It's white on the other side. Yeah, get yeah, it, get it in there, babe. You That's got fucking cool. work to do. Get, like, Hell yeah, Justin. Thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You're a brother to us, man. You've been a brother to me for, you know, 20 plus years. Same here. And, you know, I I, I brought you guys together. We got a fucking camaraderie going on. This is fucking too cool, man. And I've been. This is great. (laughs) Because, like, I've been wanting to. I've been wanting her to. Because I got her to sit down and watch. The extended cut of Once Upon a Time in America with me the other day. I'm the one that brought it up to you. She, she, she's like, I what about this? I'm like, are you ready? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. 
You gotta get ready. Same with this one. You he gotta get ready. You've been watching it for like six years. I'm, I'm, and I'm like, like honey, hey, you, it's like you, four you, hours. I'm like, honey, you gotta <laughs> buckle spin. down. But yeah. it, was, it was way better than I expected. Mm-hmm. It was really and she didn't. It was she didn't, very, she very good. I loved it. it. Yes, thank you so much, man. Fuck yeah! I'm still hanging on to your goddamn Chimino. Book, no, read, watch that and then read. That's the book. what. I, that's why I told her. There's the other thing. Aside from me getting the glasses, I wanted to watch this yeah. and then crack yep. it open so I could stay fresh right. with like where they're at and like I'm not you gonna, know. I'm not gonna do it right now, baby. I know, it's I know. But here, honey, see if you can get it back in the in the. Can you get it back in the tube? Yeah. That, dude, this is yeah. fucking incredible. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I can't believe, oh, dude. It's cool. like a fucking and legitimate the, Italian fucking banner. And the thing, the first thing, Ow. the initial thing I tried to get for you is I went on one of those t-shirt making sites. Yeah. And I did the... Did it have a tap for it? No, it doesn't. It was just, it was like just tape, so I just took the tape off. Um, I went to get you the picture from the poster of SOB. <laughs> put, on a, put on a t-shirt. <laughs> But the, they wouldn't do it because it was like copyright Right, so right. Like, I was like, nobody, no, that movie ain't got any love since it's exactly. this. Exactly. I was like, days. I'd be doing that Who a favor. gives a shit? Right. I give it more love than the fucking exactly. studio does. But you wear the shirt out, maybe somebody sees it and then they like, want like to watch Warner it. Like Warner Brothers should be paying me for the fucking love I give to SOB, man. We almost watched it two nights ago. She's like, no, we're watching Hot Tub Time Machine. I'm like, fuck. So that was my initial. No, because I was going to pick SOB. And All I was right. like, you know what? I'm not going to give him the satisfaction. <laughs> so for those still listening, we've got <laughs> edit some of that many, down. many gifts from Justin over here. Yes. To our surprise. I got a gnarly fucking t-shirt of The Fog. One of my all-time favorite horror flicks. I got a Blu-ray Criterion copy of Brazil, which I've never seen before, which I'm going to rectify that now. And then Sean and I both got the same poster, a little 11 by 17 rolled up. Uh, it, it means something to us. It, it, it's it's, it's, from our it's first significant episode. to the three of us. It definitely one is. dog looking one way, one dog looking the other. You got this guy in a robo looking. Hey, what do you want from me over here? And he's at the top. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's, I'll, I'll get a picture and put it on Twitter, guys. It's um, if you ain't put it together then, yet, it's, it's the painting that Tommy's talking about in Goodfellas when they go to have dinner at his mom's. Yeah, and then Sean, what movie did you get? Uh, it's, I uh, Justin got me the Criterion set of Michael Cimino's Heaven's Gate. I don't even have that, which is and, one of my favorite and movies. You were of all like, time. I always cracked on Heaven's Gate the way that like everybody made no, the joke, like Heaven's Gate bankrupted United Artists. Heaven's Gate was synonymous for cinematic shit show for what forty fucking yeah. years. It carried that, and then you were telling me you're like, no, dude, just put all that aside. And don't go into it like this come from the guy who made the deer hunter. Cause that's how the guy who made the deer hunter came at it. And you're like, just let it be, let the movie be what it is. And I was laid up sick a couple of years ago. Like I had to, I had to take a weekend off. I was running a fever and shit with a fucking head cold and stuff. And I was just laid up in the bed at the townhouse just recuperating. She was fucking tending to me. Big daddy was downstairs in the living room and shit. And I just sat there. And I came across Heaven's Gate on demand. It was like this three-hour, forty-five-minute cut. Yeah, I'm watch. like, that's got to be what Justin. Are you was talking, talking to Justin or the audience? Because if Fuck you're talking it. to the audience, you're looking the entire direction, <laughs> and I'm looking at the fucking voice thing. It's so like dim. Which means yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to up. sit up. It's, it's hard in that couch. couch. I know. Like I keep. That's what happens. It's, it's, like, it's like sitting on the Stay Puft Marshmallow. Man. It's like Sorry, the bed weight people. No, but like you told me to check this film out, and then I I had nothing but time to kill for a weekend. 
and I found this almost four-hour cut. I think it was like a Saturday afternoon. She tended to me before she, you know, went to work cross street at the bowling alley, but she set me up, and I'm like, all right, babe, I'm just going to be here watching Heaven's Gate. <laughs> like, I was going to fucking rip on it. And she came home, like, babe, it was not a bad Western. It right. The fir- of, that's the first time I watched it. it I'm like, that wasn't nearly as bad as everybody says it right. is. In it, fact, it was pretty good. Yeah. It's not as good as Chimino thinks it is, but it was good. Right. Then I watched it again, and I was like, no, it's as fucking good as Chimino thinks it was. It's, like, and I've it's only everything seen it he had in mind plus. I've yeah, you got it that one time. Watch it a, a couple more and times. Thank you so yeah. much, my yeah, friend. And then you also got a uh, silk poster of Suspiria. Like a, is it an import? It's, is, it, 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 it looks to me to be an import. Yeah, the only, I've never the seen only, it before. Everything in it is Italian except for the words Jessica Harper. Which okay. makes sense. So. Yeah, it's, everything else is full on like un filme de... Dario Argento, you know what I mean? It's like that. Justin came through like words a just sing motherfucker. When you say <laughs> <laughs> you, sir, are a true friend, one for the books to the end, my pal. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Fucking happy birthday to us. Yeah. Film effect. Thank you, Justin. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Absolutely. My pleasure. You're welcome. Let's get the current events. This one's out there. I was really, really reaching for this one because um, I had to do it too because we're doing back-to-back recordings. Um, you all seen that video of Vince Neil falling off stage? That happened last night. Oh, no, he fell I off stage. I've been watching him like just butcher these fucking. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that was these, a pretty these, good video. Yeah, these these fucking summer concert shows. Oh my that god, he's is been that doing. the video you showed me? Yeah, look at this shit. Real quick. He's like a. Now you see him, now you don't. <laughs> and he's got a tour coming up in like six I, months. Um, I think he I think he had a fucking broken leg after that one. I mean he like he just kinda like just stepped right off of that. And, and look, we're we're not a three foot drop. We're all laughing at the fact that it's fucking Vince Neil making a buffoon of himself to begin with. Well, like, he happened. shouldn't be out like there. Buffoon himself. Like all I day. actually know, I know people who like bought like VIP tickets to their previous tour, the one with like Poison and shit, right. like the big one. Yeah. And Why? got the uh, first day the tour happened, they saw the videos of how he sounds. <laughs> fucking got their money back. <laughs> see that that would make me almost want to go. They see. got like, their I'm money a, back. I'm yeah, never a Motley Crue guy. Like I would maybe go to see the, uh, a shit show. I think it sounds like a cat in heat. Dude, I'm it's telling horrible. you, I'm telling you, this is Razzle getting his fucking just dues from beyond the grave uh, for rap for Vince rapping that guy. Oh, yeah, right. Corvette rap. Is that the guy, Razzle? Yeah, yeah the drummer from Hammer right. Rocks. Head of Razzle's a- getting back at him. Let's do creepy recommends. What would you get for a six year old boy who chronically wets his bed? So I just picked up the Screen Factory disc of Wes Craven's Deadly Friend. I was. You and motherfucker, it's one of my recommends. No, are you shitting me? Are you shitting me? It's all George. He's telling me this in the car, and I'm like, dude, I've seen that ahead, No, I just, I, I, like I got it. I got it Tuesday, and I watched it for the first time since I'm not even exaggerating. Since at least out. 25, right. 30 years. Same here. Since it was like one back in the day, in like Nightmare, here, t- yep. Nightmare Theater, and. I wasn't mad at it. I was expecting some schlock. It was schlock, but like I actually. I enjoyed it. I like the 
the robot. Like, there's a lot more, but the stuff that... Uh, there's a lot more that I liked that I remember. It's better than I thought it was. You know, I remember it being. Let's put it that way. Um, I, and I, 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 it's worthy of a recommend. It's definitely... Christy Swanson, of course. Very young Christy Swanson. Um, boy moves in next door. One thing I noticed about the film, though, is that it's obviously the same neighborhood slash houses as Fright Night. It's, yeah, they it's, it's, it's such an obvious movie set. Yeah. And it's not, it doesn't even make sense because their houses are like these nice middle class houses. Mm-hmm. And then, like, two doors up, there's like this some sort of weird mansion type thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, why is that in the same fucking neighborhood? Like, yeah, it, it obvious does, the set, set doesn't even make sense. <clears throat> but I, I liked it. It's, it's got the, uh, the infamous basketball uh, beheading or more of like a head explosion <laughs> that, yeah. It, Back in the day, it used to be like a, a highly uh, it's still a meme, shared gift. Like, a gift, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I've, I've definitely seen it. And and yeah, so it, I, it's check it out for what it, for better or worse. It's uh, Wes Craven um, came out in I think eighty six. Yeah, Christy Swanson is very young. Yeah, she's sixteen. I read. Yeah, when I filmed it. Um, I mean, it, I, it left me asking questions, but whatever. The ending makes no sense, but whatever. It's it's still a fun movie to watch. So. Anybody you want to attack? Since, I, since we had the same film. We had the same film. I, I elaborate on anything else? loved every second of it. Yeah, like, I mean. Like, I, I forgot it was Wes Craven. So, it was like, like, I forgot who was involved. So, it was like, uh, what's the guy's name who wrote Jacob's Ladder? Joel Bruce Rubin? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joel, yeah. He wrote yes. it. Yep. And then, and I read that he, he got it based on Jacob's Ladder, which wasn't produced at that point, but that was apparently one of the screenplays that was the going black around light. town. Yeah, yeah, around Hollywood. Yeah, and. Um, the Blacklist or whatever. Blacklist, yeah. And um and so he got it based on that. So I forgot. I not forgot. I just didn't even know that he wrote it. And then I forgot that Wes Craven directed it. I forgot it was even a movie. To be quite frank with you, like it came on TCM. And only, like I always remembered ago. it. And I was like, oh shit, I remember this movie. Like I don't remember it, but I know I've seen I, it. Before. I have I have vague recollections. I remember the basketball. Of, that was the only I, thing I remember. All right. So boy moves in next door. No, no, no I, I I know okay. I know the film. It's like um, a Frankenstein I, but I, story. I can't exactly. I, I can't remember any set piece other than the gift that you guys are talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. You and I were talking about this in the car when you said you picked it up, and I'm like, dude, I haven't even thought about that film exactly since I was 13 and years old. And it's a shame because it's fucking fun from literally start and, to finish. And now you guys got me. Like you got to watch. I was, I was poking fun at him for buying it. Originally, I'm like, oh, I think that it has its own theme song at the end. Now, now I've got to fucking the, seek it it's, out. It was like, it's one I'm of gonna, the greatest I'm gonna wind up, Gang, I'm going to wind up renting this fucker on Prime and in the next 48 more, hours. What makes it even more interesting is like, there are times where I'm like, this is like one of those like spiritual sequels that, you know, like mm-hmm. the movie's not literally a sequel. Yeah, yeah. But it was like a spiritual sequel to A Nightmare on Elm Street. There's so much, so many visual callbacks mm-hmm. to A Nightmare on Elm Street. That it's just undoubtedly like the work of the same guy. Yeah. And it's like, it, like I said, it's almost like a semi like spiritual sequel, which makes it that much more interesting. So right. rather than it just being dumbass deadly friends. Yeah, see, that's what I remember. Which now. it is. So now I've got to, what, it's what, so what much do? fun. Because I looked at it with last time I looked at it was adolescent eyes. Yeah. So now we're looking at it with, you know, adult. It's eyes. actually funny at, at times on purpose. Ago. Like there are times where it's unintentionally funny. Funny, but there are you know, times I'm where glad, it is intentionally. I'm glad funny. you guys hit this because it touches right into what I was going to recommend. And it wasn't what I ever thought I'd recommend. 
that one sent me a fucking she went to bed one night and I was just sitting here playing video games and she so, she texts me people under the stairs. Yeah, I want to go back and watch. I want to watch and all the other Craven I, I movies. I don't really want to stairs. Stump Shocker. Yeah. I normally don't even like watch movies in the bedroom but me and yeah, her were like I going went, to bed I at like 4 30 to get you to come in there i know I just had seen <laughs> she just she it, saw it like stream of conscious she's like texting me the title and she i saw it on peacock and i was like holy shit and she texted me like people were there you know and it was on peacock oh, yeah it had it had like 30 second commercials great. every 20 minutes but nothing was cut out right there was f-bombs and all that stuff. Yeah. so so and and what i liked about that what i forgot about it was that to me is like and i'm thinking i'm gonna feel the same way when i rewatch deadly friend when I watched People Under the Stairs the other night, it was like Wes Craven trying to make a comedy. It was, the, it's definitely a comedy. It's a, it's a very, it's, it's like I've that dark horror that. comedy that like American Werewolf in London is a dark yeah. horror comedy. It's funny. You know what I mean? Deadly Friend is intentionally funny at times, but, but not I, from. I, it, it's more unintentional than intentional. What I, what I felt watching, especially during the during the second act of People Under the Stairs, I felt like Craven was channeling. John Waters, yeah, for a little bit, especially with Ooh, the um, schlock. Yes, yeah, with um, I forget the. He's definitely name. trying to say something. He's as far as I like mean, race, at, racial at the terms time, go, yeah, it was, and all. It was what mid to late what, 90s, and people so under was, the stairs. Yeah, absolutely. So real quick though, uh, uh, of all the horror films and all the horror and all the movies and all the world, you pick mine for what you recommend. What no, motherfucker. I just watched what it. What are the was, odds of that? How yeah, did you exactly. watch it? No, it's, that's a, How did you just watch it? It was that? on TCM like a week ago. Really? Like, they have like, it's like Friday Saturday night. Because Screen just put it out. I know. I, that's, that's how I, like, that's... so I read about it after I watched it. I was like, I, I want to know everything about this movie. So like I went and read about it and I saw that Scream Factory is just now releasing it like a Blu-ray mm-hmm. copy. I'm like, I might yeah. have to buy that motherfucker because I thoroughly enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, it's got a 15-minute brand new interview of Christy Swanson plus like, you know, trailers and TV spots. I mean, it's not, it doesn't have all, it th- there's no commentary, unfortunately. There's and not, there's, there's a no... release, a release the Craven cut petition. Did you see that? I've seen All it, the gore shit was added on after a test I screen. thought that this was the uh, additional gore. All, I don't, know. Uh, there, there's apparently like, huh, because I I read the original cut didn't have the very last scene with the it the, didn't have that I don't think it had the because that's on the screen factor all the disc. gore shit was added after the fact because he, Craven wanted to make like a teen romance about like using the Frankenstein and it feels like that for a good point and it of is the movie. And, and that's the unintentionally funny shit like all that right. shit's hilarious but it's not meant to be it's so and random then, and then people fucking hated it because and it was like they specifically picked Wes Craven fans from what I read to watch like people who dug A Nightmare on Elm Street and, and like last um, Hills Have um, Eyes Hills Have Eyes and Last House on the Left yeah and they showed it to them and they were like there's no fucking kills in this thing like what are you showing me right even now? the final so cut the body back. count's pretty low it's yeah it's not a huge body count no not at all and, and really the Anne Ramsey one is the only like, like really like outrageous one it's just something to watch because it's fucking interesting it's, just, it's, it's a very it's, interesting it's movie it's such a fun 80s time capsule. it is it is it literally really is. from the first minute to the till the the end credits themselves like yeah and the very the very first thing i said when i watched it was like oh that's the house from fright night i know this neighborhood <laughs> see i was thinking it was just a leftover elm street yeah like, and that <laughs> and that song it's funny because before i even press play it's the, the fucking song the menu on the the disc is that fucking song oh, is it yeah so I heard, awesome. I heard it loop like three times before i hit play 
Yes, and see that wasn't even my main recommend. I'm going to skip my other recommend because we talked for a long time. But okay. yeah, no, that was that was definitely on there. What do you ask to die? This is Suspiria from 2018. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. <laughs> At the beginning, she gave me things: perfect balance, perfect sleep. <laughs> She wants to get inside of me. I can feel her. Oh, she can see me. When you dance the dance of another, you make yourself in the image of its creator. I feel like I'm not even here yet. Incredible. One, two, three. The way she transmits her work. You have to decide what is it you want to be for this company. There's more in that building than what you can see, Doctor. You are living with dangerous people. Three Muslims. Pray God, pray devil. Mother Tenebrarum, Mother Lacrimarum, and Mother Suspiriorum. Darkness, tears, <laughs> and sighs. You're making some kind of deal with them. Suspiria centers on an American woman who enrolls at a prestigious dance academy in Berlin, run by a coven of witches. A little more to it than that, but okay. Let me ask the baby. It was either that or a lanky synopsis. So, all right. Leave with that. First time viewings. Uh, it's, it's just that. You see, this is actually uh, my, my first time. No, no, my first, it's my first time uh, since my first time. So technically, that's my second time, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to suck at it. So if I'm not up, to- um, for me, it's nothing special. It's just a random watch a year ago when COVID hit. I, I, I sat on the phone for a couple of years. I bought it when it first came out. Didn't really have the patience to sit down and watch a two and a half hour movie, knowing how great it was from hearing from people and shit like that. But yeah, it was definitely around this time, maybe a little bit earlier around COVID last year, sitting around picking up random movies to watch without. Don't want to die on time. Wasn't working. Wasn't doing anything. So that was my first and before this rewatch for the episode, my only time watching it. So and that was for me loading it on your voodoo, right? No, that was for me buying the Blu-ray myself and loading it myself to voodoo. I thought I put it on your voodoo. <laughs> you I didn't put it. shit on my voodoo, my friend. I did that one. I you should be thanking me. I have put shit on your voodoo. <laughs> Which one of you two want to go next? Yeah, I mean, my well, was that birthday boy go last. 
mine, mine was nothing special. It was, I mean, it's something that I'd been wanting to see. Because mm-hmm. Sean and I, at least, I don't remember, Ed, if you were in the middle of these um, Facebook conversations, but we were talking about I was it. there, but I was ignoring them. Yeah, that's what I, I hadn't seen the shit. That's what I thought. <laughs> but anyway, like we were both anticipating Sean more so like I'm I've never been a big fan of the 77 version. Like I know it's beautiful to look at. The soundtrack's amazing. Argento puts the gore in gorgeous. I, I mean, yeah. Can I ask one question between the two of you? Yeah. When's the last time you watched it? I just watched it this week. I like I fell asleep 40 so minutes did, in, but it's not both of them. Yeah. I, I, after watching this one again. Year. After watching this one again, I was like, I, now I need to go back and watch 77. So yeah. and the thing is like. This time I was thoroughly enjoying it. Like it is what it is. Like I, I know it doesn't have a story. I didn't know that the first time I watched it. I mean, we can talk about it real quick now. Compare, yeah, yeah, I don't have it. On, it I don't have it on the lineup about talking about comparing the two. I mean, they're I, night I, and I day. Pre- I mean, I besides the basic are. strokes, like they're completely I, yeah, I fucking really different. Personally, things. prefer seventy-seven. There, I said it. Okay. Um, no you're, problem you're with that. Is right. Now, with seventy-seven is a more entertaining. Like I'm going to sit down for an hour and a half. And yes. take in some gorgeous visuals yes. and, this and a fucking killer soundtrack. Is a this lot. is a this fucking is, slog. A and, I mean a, and I mean that in the best possible way. It it's a movie you by, that you need to fuck. It grabs you by the fucking soul. You got to fucking commit to it. It yeah, grabs exactly. you by yeah. the soul you gotta and commit. takes you with it. Or it's, or it's a slog. Now, check me if I'm wrong, but but when you and I were having these conversations that we're sitting out on, like it got announced, and I think is the day it got announced, we both sought each other out. Yeah, we were like, you were pissed. You heard about this? I was indifferent, and I was like, I fuck that noise. Yeah. I can't fuck mm. that. No, mm-hmm. no fucking way. No fucking way. I just didn't see what the point was. I'm like, why would you? And even... then over a same. few months, yeah. same. Like, I, th- I I started you know seeing more things that they started leading me the other way. And I don't know if you remember this, but I tried to buy us tickets like five months in advance. Yeah, did you? I don't remember. remember I said I sent you guys a screenshot of me we trying to like, sell once, out. Once, he, was, he was so mad about it at first, though. <laughs> like once, he, had, he wanted no parts of it. Like the release date got announced. Oh, yeah, that's what yeah, and, exactly. and I went on the AMC's website, like it was announced for like October 11th. Of but it was around here for like a week or two, right? It's, it was, it was, but they, they announced the release date like four months in advance. And that day, I literally went on the AMC's website and tried to buy we'll us. We'll talk tickets, about that, you know, because I was like, we're all gonna do this fucking yeah. thing. And then that never happened, yeah, you know. Um, so I, don't yeah. know, to, I remember to, after seeing it, I like was kicking myself that I didn't see it on the big screen. It's me. I never. I was like, I've what never the fuck? I was like, theater. I fucking dropped the ball on that one. I, I really did, yeah. and I was dragging feet, dragging feet until those moments when I'm like, I'm buying tickets months in advance, and they're not even on sale yet. And when I first got to lay eyes on it, we had just moved in here. We'd only been here about. I'd say maybe three to four, not even four weeks. We hadn't even been here a month yet, right? The film had just come out, and a buddy of mine, when I was working at the Big Blue Machine, he used to rip me, you know, some bootlegs like Ed used to do when he right. would put them on DVD. Yeah. My dude would give me a thumb drive, like yeah. two or three movies on it. And I come to work one day, and, and it would be like a handoff in the, you know, in the home, you know, and you know, like right behind the cell phone section in the router area, he'd be like handing me off a flash drive like it was a fucking drug deal. You know what I mean? He's like, dude, I got Suspirio on here for you. I'm like, what the fuck? No way. So I watched it. We came home that night. We didn't have furniture in here. The only furniture I had was that little fucking rocking gaming chair 
you see with your coats and shit on it. That was it. And Mandy was sitting in one of these folding chairs and my TV was on the floor. We sat here and watched it. And like five days later, she's going to have to go to work. And I'm like, I got to, I got to get, I got to get another viewing of this thing before I go back to work. Like, there's just something about it that's just like burning in my Another, brain. or you hadn't watched it at that point? I, no, no, we had watched it. We oh, had so watched had it that night, it and then like it, four it days later. Even, no, it, it wasn't even four days, baby. It was like a day and a half. <laughs> and I'm like, I just can't. It is that it. kind of movie. Now, yeah. here's the thing, though the, the version that he gave me, because it was a rip. There were no subtitles, oh, no. so all the that, German yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's very important. I had and, yeah. and so, French. but, yeah, but I was French still in pre. But it made it. I think it made it so much better. It made right. like you. I, I was hanging on the like edge of my seat, like on, yeah. Right. yeah, I was yeah. like trying to interpret it now based off of just like the you know the evocation of the language, if mm-hmm. you will, when they were speaking you know German or right. Austrian, and like what was going on in the scene. So I didn't hear all the, you know, all the 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 German autumn stuff that you and I have talked about until yeah. my third. Yeah, because all the stuff with like news clipping and on the radio and on the television, all the news stuff, it's all in German. So right, yeah, you'd have no I idea just, I what had the fuck's going no on. No clue right. for two viewings because like we watch it together and then she got up to go to work, and I just couldn't shake. Yeah, I had to fucking watch it. So twice in seventy-two hours. Let's go to live top five. Rob, it's your turn. Okay, I'm feeling kind of basic today. Top five side ones, track ones. Janie Jones, Clash from The Clash. Hey. Let's get it on, Marvin Gaye from Let's Get It On. Nirvana, Smells Like Teen Spirit off of Nevermind. Oh no, Rob, that's not obvious enough, not at all. How about uh, Point of No Return on Point of No Return? Lewis, so you can uh, get up a- Shut up, shut up. <laughs> white light, white heat. Velvet Underground. Okay, that would be on my list. Though not on mine. Massive Attack, No Protection. The song is Radiation Ruling the Nation. Top five films set in Germany. I guess I'll kick off, as always. Number five, Hannah. The original, 2011. Yeah. Solid play. Yeah. Rob Robin, Justin. Uh, I'm going to do M, Fritz Lang. Yeah. Nice. Good one. Yeah, dig it. Just about that one. Dig it. Um, mine's gonna just be. I'm copping out, dude. I'm gonna go save Private Ryan. I almost, I almost put that on there. Oh, like a World War Two movie, and like I, I, that, I almost put that. I mean, yeah, nothing wrong with that. It's that that. that, I've never seen it. Oh, gotta watch that. Oh my god, I wish I could watch that for the first time again. Yeah, I've never seen that in the theater. I do too. The Normandy Beach. Oh my god. On that note, I'm changing. I'm changing number four. I'm going Dunkirk. Okay. That movie is cool. I'm going Dunkirk. I had Valkyrie. Fuck it. Dunkirk's a better film. I'm I gotta go Dunkirk. back and watch Dunkirk because that's one of those people. I whose love Dunkirk. I respect. Dunkirk was so. I watched good. Dunkirk and I was like, okay, that was a movie. Like I didn't As, feel anything I, I about it. I did the it. same thing, and then about a year and a half you later, again. yeah, we we yeah. had that. Dunkirk is so good. It was, to it. It yeah. Especially great. knowing like how he plays with the spatial timeline. Yeah. It's, it's, you'll, like you'll, you'll enjoy it better the second time. Yeah, I need to go back and rewatch. You, you, I don't you, love Nolan the way most people do. I, I, no, I no, me neither. But you I don't still, get it. But you, you can still respect his flourish. I respect what he does. But I see. I don't even think that his movies look as good as most people. Are like, oh my god, Christopher Nolan, like visually. I'm like, no. eh, the guy can't film a fucking fight scene to save his life. No, <laughs> and no. he makes action movies, so that's kind of a hindrance. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, but. Getting beyond all that, like, I, this is one of the better ones. I, like, and I, 
was kind of like I said, indifferent to it. Like, so I, I will watch it again though because I know people like it and I respect their opinions. So, mm. <clears throat> oh my, okay. Uh, downfall: Bruno Gans as Hitler. That's the one I was trying to think of the other day, babe. That's one. Remember, I told you that we were talking about like German films. And I said they made one about Hitler in Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. It's a, okay. and that's it's. Thank you yes. for that. I could not think of a title to save my life. Um, mine is gonna be Inglorious Bastards. Oh, that's another good one that I yeah, think of. Fun. Again, not that's entirely. The first time I German. thought of. I might have to throw out my uh, number three <laughs> for that. But that's that's a fun little movie that yeah. that has a little bit to do with Germany, man. That my favorite Tarantino. A little movie, bit to do. If I have to pick a, a favorite Tarantino, I think that's it's, it it's, it's like or that's his best. Me. My favorite is probably Kill Bill Volume One. Yeah, but. His best is Inglorious. That, that, that is. is his masterpiece. It is. It is. My opinion. There's a reason why yep. he threw that line at the very end of the movie. Number three for me, Atomic Blonde. That's a fucking fun film a with a great soundtrack. I gotta watch that again too. I think. Yeah. It's on my voodoo gang. So number three. Hop on there. So number three, I'm not gonna take that because you already threw it out there, and I'm cheating a little bit with this one. Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Itch. There, I like it. There. Did it? Yeah. Um, there's some scenes that take place in Germany. It's not set in Germany, but I'm going to cheat a little bit on that one just because I love that movie so much. Yeah. I mean, I almost picked, um, ah, what was it? The one that, uh, Taika just did. Um, oh, yeah, it's in so much. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to, um, I, I told you guys, I, I only drew four <laughs> out of five. I left my number three blank, like right in the middle. I'm drawing a blank in the middle. I was going to piggyback off one of you guys, so I'll take uh, two of yours each. Uh, go again. <laughs> what just happened? I have no fucking clue. I'm so lost right now. Um, oh my God. So, ignoring that bullshit, my number two My number two is Run, Lolo, Run. Oh, that was a good one. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. That was a good movie. Hell yeah. Uh, not my number two, though. My number two is Suspiria. And uh, you know what? I'll be generous. You can put in either one. 77 yeah. or 2018. I'll, either one, I'm fine. Right on. It's, it's, it's a weird... It's, first of all, set that type of... Any movie set in Germany already has, at least to us, already has a little bit like a creepy vibe to it because yeah. we just got that feel. Mm-hmm. I've never been... I don't think you've yeah, ever I'm been. Never. I don't think anybody's room's ever been to Germany. I'm sure it's gorgeous, but it's... Uh, during the time frame, it just sets it weird. So. I'm still waiting on that bridge to be built from the U.S. to... <laughs> Your that's, yeah. that's what Ed, I'm yeah, Ed does, no, no, t- Ed, yeah, Ed does not like planes. <laughs> Ed does not like planes. They supposedly already built it. Um, so my number two was your take with TD film Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. That's Jojo right. Rabbit Jojo is Rabbit. fun, man. I know yeah, you is. said you haven't I seen haven't it. I haven't seen it. I gotta, you I haven't watched have it? Watch Did you watch it? it? I saw it in the theater. Did you really? Uh-huh. It was fun. It was, we had fun with it. Yeah. That movie was fucking fun. Actually, I saw that to Charles. Like, I had, I had, a, like, I laughed alongside Hitler. You shouldn't do that, but what TD kind of makes it okay. <laughs> politically Taika makes it okay to laugh alongside Hitler (laughs) you know so yeah Jojo Rabbit man that movie is fun as shit I might just say I might bleep that part out alright so my number one Inglorious Bastards there you go Uh, my number one and I just rewatched it recently Wings of Desire have you ever seen Wings of Desire Uh, Wim Wenders yes no I have not I I see your faint line because you're so fucking far away (laughs) from the sorry I forget when it's my turn. I got to sit up. I kept trying to like... I know. I know. Oh, uh, in case you missed it. Wings of Desire. It, it, 
that couch sucked you in, man. It's yeah. hard. Uh, it really Vim is. Vendors, 1987 or 88, maybe even 89. I forget exactly. Late 80s. One of those 80s. Set in Berlin. Just one of the most gorgeous movies you'll ever see in your life if you haven't seen it. Your guys, neither one of you has seen it. Should have no. bought you, you motherfuckers. That, that's a gorgeous. No, I'm, I, I, I want my watch Heaven's it. Gate. Fuck you. Why? No, watch Heaven's Gate, and then the next night watch Wings of Desire. All right, I'll give it a run. And it gets into a little like ponderous, like, like sprockets, like East German philosophizing at points. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So be prepared for that. But all in all, that's not the gist of the movie, and it's just beautiful to look at and it's a beautiful story i've heard it was gorgeous it's film. amazing it's just, it's i can't recommend I've never it had the opportunity and yeah, never if really you, if you, you know thought to seek it out seek it out it's that it's, good i will i will um y'all ready for my number one yeah y'all ready yeah. for this yeah i was always gonna say so bum 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 is that no, count? it's fucking Great Escape, right, man. Right. The Great Escape, she yeah, got it. Man, as soon as I heard right it, as soon as she heard me doing it, it was fucking Great Escape. Hell yeah, like, dude. Y'all ready for this? And I knew exactly what you were going to do. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, there. Steve McQueen. I saw the Great Escape one time James Garner. years ago. Yeah, same. Oh, dude, you fucking did And I liked it. I remember liking it. They actually made a halfway decent PlayStation game out of it. I just watched a documentary on the actual thing. And, it, yeah. and, they, and they showed how, like, the movie was incorrect, but it was correct. Did he really jump the motorcycle over the fence? Uh, it's, I mean, come on, hey, this movie's gonna movie. Come on, yes, you got Steve McQueen yes, in there. Yes. He's but, gotta ramp it up somewhere. It's they, Captain Hillard. But they really were, like, three feet short. When they dug that tunnel, they were Damn. three feet just short. Just missed. Yeah, but you watch them <laughs> like, you go through, dude, you got to see. They I would like, watch. No, it's a movie I would watch. Their bellies. It's, oh, it's I kind of take for granted that it's out there. I'll, I'll, next time I see it, come on, I'll watch it. Dude, for real, man. Oh, okay. I, I, I it should be over there on Blu-rays, man. Take it with you if you see it. Uh, it comes on TCM. I'll watch okay, I'll, I'll, right. I promise you, I'll watch it. So before we get into the film itself, I just want to thank all of us for refraining from selecting Eurotrip as one of our entries. That was my number six, by the way. Well, I'll mention. All right, let's dive into this one, shall we? Here we go! So... I guess it's worth mentioning that the film is set in 1970s Berlin during the German autumn. The real-life events, uh, the hijacking of the airplane by the PLAF and the imprisonment of members of the RAF are reported on in the background. These are my notes. Take them what they will. No, you're right. A teenage that. girl named Patricia. Now, this is Chloe Grace Moritz. 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 I believe. Well, hold on. Before you go on there, because this is important. This is, ties in what the entire movie's about. And that's why all this RAF... Spider main uh, Meinhof stuff. Meinhof, right? Yeah. Beiner, why? Meinhof. Why it plays throughout the entire movie? Because the point of that group was they were kind of fed up with the generation before who tolerated the Nazis, mm-hmm. and they felt that like they should have done more to put up a fight against that, and they were kind of a reaction to that, and that's why they're like taking bank. Like the banker they take hostage at one point was a former SS guard. Right. And, you know, so they're... they're I don't know anything about only this shit. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Not, I'm not a historian. It's, it's, but it, like but it's, it's very important right. because the movie 
essentially is about atoning for World World War Two. I hate to like be yes. like you know hoity toity about it, but that's what the movie's about. That's that's why it's set in seventy seven Germany. There are so many references to the war and like you didn't do this, you didn't take care of this person. That's what it's about. Like Yeah. And at the end she says, I don't need your guilt. I don't need your I forget. We'll get to it when we get to yeah, it. Right? Yeah, but that's what it's about. It's about Germany atoning for that for that past sin, for the Nazi sin, and, and they didn't do enough to prevent it. Right. This is a deep fucking movie. It is. It's a really deep movie. It's 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 a dense fucking. So we got yeah, Chloe Grace Moretz running through the streets of Berlin to her psychiatrist, no psychologist, psychologist office. Joseph Klemper. Joseph Klemper, yeah, played by. Let's. I'm just gonna say it now that you brought it up. I think she should have been nominated for three Academy yeah, Awards. She's, she's awesome. Three Absolutely. fucking roles. Yeah, she's three amazing. fucking roles. All crux. All crux roles. And you know they went to the point of creating a, a fake IMDb page. Yeah, people didn't not forget. For her, for her, for her that's, actor. That's great. They should. Like they, they, like they built that mystique up behind this film. That's, that's great. Like it kind of added to the <laughs> Yeah, it's like Jesus yes, Christ. It's like yeah, I told you, dude. Pages, this is dude. happy fucking birthday to me. This is what yeah, we're goddamn doing. It's a, it's look, a good movie, we don't have. Look, I'm not expecting to do all of that. I'm trying. I wrote down like scene by scene. She was billed as Lutz Eberstorf. Eberstorf, yes. And Eberstorf, Eberus Swine. Eberstorf, so it's lie, L-I-E. Eberus Swine, Dorfus Town. Swine Town, Swinton. Right. Swinton. Right. That's what L-I-E, Swinton. Lie, Swinton. That's what it was. But yes, she plays, and you can't, if you didn't know to look, you wouldn't know. You might go, why is that person wearing makeup? But you wouldn't know it's totally right. You you feel like it's it's it might be somebody a little younger, but you didn't know. Let's just say Tilda Swinton likes to just extend on her performances. She's I think she's perfect. I think she's perfect. I can see you saying that, but I think no. I I mean that. I mean that in the most positive way I can possibly mean it. I don't Vincent Price kind of thing. You know. She's just amazing. I, oh, I, I thought you meant she was like no, Lewis kind no. of thing. No, oh, I, I, I think, she, I think she's saying. incredible. I, yeah, yeah, I, no, I she, feel exactly, like in a yeah. day, almost like a oh, you know yeah. DDL type like dedication to the exactly. career. Yeah, for that woman, she went fucking gung ho on this of film. A, of, a, of a character for Yosef Klemper, IMBD, like the fans right. and, mm. the, and the, 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 the the worldwide like you know what that should be credited right there even if yes. because if you go into that movie and you don't know who she is you would think that was a man like apparently some of the people on the, on the set didn't know didn't, that had that no idea because yeah. you I mean know the you look know. when you know it's her watching it you can tell in the voice then you know, right then you hear it but you but can't you see it know, one bit right, exactly. no no it's, it's, I mean it's the only the, the biggest like giveaway old man's voice too. yeah, yeah. The, the biggest giveaway so, is, is, sort of feminine exactly the way she walked so and she, she, you know, she, she, she moves job, in slow on purpose. Yeah. Patricia claims that the instructors at our school are witches and have been trying to take her body. Uh, Klemper is clearly skeptical. Uh, Patricia then runs out of the office, leaving a bag of her belongings behind. It's wait, but but Klemper makes it a point, like when he, like he's got a patient coming in less than a couple of minutes. But when when his secretary's like, he uh, turns Patricia's the light here, on. He's like, um, okay, 
that guy can wait. In progress, I've got to take her. Yeah. He knows that this is like, you know, he's already got, Klemper's already got something going on. Like, Patricia's a special case. Mm-hmm. He to takes Dr. a special Klemper. interest in all those girls. He does it with Sarah later on in the story. Uh, yeah, but, but at the, at the at, at, I mean, from his first induction into the film, like, he already makes an exception on her behalf. Like, she's just showing up out of the rain off the streets of Berlin at, with no appointment whatsoever. She just comes in, like, high and flighty, if you will. And Clamper's like, ah, make the next patient wait. I'll talk to Patricia. But he dismisses everything she has to say as delusions. And that comes back to bite him later on in the movie. Yes, yes, and no. Because when they're... When he mentions when he mentions Marcos, Patricia fucking snaps. He's like kind of goading her on. He's getting breaking out his peanut brittle and stuff. But as the second he you know he brings up like what she's told him in the past, and he mentions Helena Marcos, that's when she fucking snaps and starts talking about um, um, what they call them the, the simulacrum, the smaller versions of things. And she starts freaking out over photos and turning photos upside down. Right. Because they're all they looking at her. her. Right, they exactly. Her eyes. They're, they're simulacrum to her. These smaller photographs of other human beings are simulacrum to Patricia. She starts flipping them down. You know, and that's what she's like. They, you know, they gave me things, balance and sleep, but they took my hair, my eyes, and now they didn't see me. Yeah. You know, so Klemper knows she's a special case, mm-hmm. so he's already taken interest. Before she leaves her fucking bag there. The la- one of the last things she says to him is where they're, they're going to holler they're going to holler me out eating my cunt on a plate. Right. But he thinks she's crazy not that she's being attacked by witches. That's the the crucial difference. That's what his kind of come so up in, far is in clinical, the end. His clinical is that. So then we're introduced to Dakota Johnson's Susie Banyan who's getting off a train in Berlin and we see her walking into the dance academy and says that she has been invited by famous dancer Madame Blanc, played by Tilda Swinton. Yes. To now audition. We, we also what we have before that is that beautiful sequence in the farmyard. And that's okay. important. That it's, lays it's a lot very, of groundwork. Yeah, it's, it lays it lays a lot because you see that um Gentlemen, please elaborate. There's uh so <laughs> but, Do you think I'll see you guys in Thank ten you, minutes. Ed. Yeah. <laughs> but, Prior, prior to prior to Susie's arrival in Germany, what we get is is like kind of a look at. It's, it's not handed out to you, but you're you're getting the sense of this is where Susie comes from, and it's her mother dying. It's it's her mother's laying on her deathbed, and um, did you take note as to what was written? The crocheted picture. The crocheted picture. Did, did a you, mother is a woman who can take the place of all others, but whose place, place no, no one else can, can take. take. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. crucial. So it's yes, yeah, like the, the whole idea of matriarchy, right, is like the the underlying theme. There's like yes. four themes of this. Movie. Yeah, yeah. The world, the world War Two thing is one theme. That's your backbone. Matriarchy is and another. That's theme. like matriarchy is almost like your central nervous system right. through it. Yeah. Because it, it shows like, and, and what I didn't realize until watching it last night, and last night was probably my 11th time, is that because they, they flash back to Susie's mom, you know, throughout, throughout the, the runtime. Yeah. But what you're, you know, and upon the first couple, not even initial, but the first few viewings, you feel like, okay, this already happened and then Susie left. It's actually concurrent. Like, like 
Susie's mom's timeline on the family farm in Kansas mm -hmm. is running concurrent with, you know, you know, Susie's timeline in Berlin. Oh yeah. You know, and originally I was like, I, I had taken it to be like, you know, Susie left the Mennonite farm after oh, her yeah, mom no, died what what you and mean went, but no, it's like, like she left her mom and mom's dying. Well, cause like mom's oh, only drawing her saying. last breaths. No, see, I think mom's Susie's already dead before. No, no, no. Think so? no, no, no. If you watch it, it's like Susie's I mean, I'll mom go with is that. hanging gonna, on I, I didn't throughout. Take it okay, I'll, I'll and, buy that. And mom's gives and up. she kind of leaves her. At Susie's turn. Yeah, man. Matriarchy plays a high, high, high fucking role. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, and that's and and that's what we're missing is is they're showing Susie's mental. And life she's form. removed in that scene because everybody else is kind of crowded around the mother doing things for her. Right, Susie's Susie going. Just takes she's a seat. In, no, she's, she's in, in another transit. room, and then I think she takes a seat in a chair. She does come in the room, but she just sits in the chair. No, that's her sister. That's not her. No, she, she comes in at one point. I, no, I, I, I made special. Okay, note. okay. she okay. does come in. At, look. I, I see. I, I, I it's like the like scribblings of a serial yeah, killer. Like, yeah, it is. Just it's like, like John Doe's notebook. It is. Just about to say it. You really did write a novel. <laughs> I picked the right one. These are my notes. It's that kind of movie. Two man. lines. It's oh, that yeah. kind of movie. Come yeah, on. man. All right. Uh, real quick, I want to backtrack. Speaking of my notes, one of two notes <laughs> that I wrote. <laughs> you better get them out. So, me and Justin are fucking shanghai this ship. This subway with Susie. Is the Suspiria sign supposed to be the title card? Yeah, yes, I don't understand that. Exactly is that, what, is that it is. what it is? That's what it is. I was, I was like, that's kind of weird. Like, no, yeah. the, 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 but I also think that's cool too. If that's the, if that's it's, what it was, the that's what that's yeah, okay. exactly about, like, what it the was. Subway. Yeah, it's and, Suspiria. And like the one side. I'm, like, is, I'm the one that pointed that out to you. Yes, yeah, no, I mean, I definitely I mean, saw it, but I didn't know what the medium. No, that's that's technically that's. I had to go back, and I'm like, did you see that? And at no at no point yet in the film have we seen. The word superior right, written anywhere, right there. and it just shows up like organically. Yeah. So again, it's the <clears throat> film getting under your fucking yeah. skin. You might not even notice that the first or even the second time. <laughs> you might not even see superior on the subway until the third view. Like holy shit, the title's right there. Like the words that the prophets are written on the fucking subway walls. Man, <laughs> this movie is goddamn fucking incredible. So Susie begins auditioning in front of the two uh, of the other instructors, and from several rooms away, we see Madame Black sensing Susie's presence. Come in, Susie. <coughs> Miss Millions and Miss Mendel are the company's subeditors. And Viva Blanc? I was told she would be here. Oh dear, you have no formal training or references. Your insistence to audition happened to catch Madame Blanc on a good day. But you really shouldn't be here at all. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Yeah? Good, then fang an. prefer dancing without music. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you can keep time in your head, yes?
Then she appears to teleport into the audition room to watch Susie as Patricia has left the academy they decide to admit Susie into their program um, go on fellas Susie, go on fellas I'm sure you got fucking 10 more minutes and, of no, it, it, ranting least, to go at least. I just wanted to touch on the fact that touch. The, the name Mother Marcos Marcos means of Mars mm-hmm. which is the Roman fertility god so again yes. the whole matriarchy aspect yes how do you and, guys uh, know this shit that I had to look up I'll be honest I didn't know that one that one I had to look I, up I actually did I, 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 with this movie, literally everything has some sort of significance. It, it does, so does, if I didn't know what the significant was, I looked really it up. really deep. And then Fuck. Mother Blanc, Blanc is white. So, yes. you know, like another symbol for like your good character. I know Blanc yes. and the white resemblance. I knew what that meant. Right. So later that night, the instructors meet. It turns out that they are, in fact, a coven of witches. So the witches hold a vote on whether to replace their leader, Mother Marcos. Tilda Swinton again. With Madame Blanc, Mother Marcos is not in attendance, and it's mentioned that her body is ravaged by disease. So the majority votes for Mother Marcos to maintain her leadership, even though her plans to le- her plans led to the loss of Patricia. The witches note that Mother Marcos has ordered them to try to complete the ritual that they had conducted they, that they had been conducting on Patricia with another student. Uh, it's well, I'd, I'd like to note that um, the school is literally, and Justin and I were talking about this before we started recording, mm-hmm. um, the school is literally at the border between East and West Berlin. Yeah, I mean, the wall it's is right there in front it's, and it's, Yeah, the, yeah the walk out the front door. The, yes, the Berlin is. Wall, you're six feet from the Berlin Wall when you walk out the front door. Yeah. So this school is, on the, is already, like, it, like, that to me represents division. And Another underlying theme of this is the division of between because Susie ultimately has to choose between two mothers, yeah. so she's right. got a divide running mm-hmm. through her. Absolutely. Do you see? Are you picking up what I'm putting? The down? house itself has a cho- like literally that scene that I was just talking about. The whole movie is like what's what's the word allegory? Yeah, there's a lot of allegory. It's very. It's, it's, it, 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 it's that's what I said. Like it's deeper than what it, it's yeah definitely portrayed. on the surface yeah you can you you but can't you, you can't even scratch the surface of this film oh yeah you're taking it all once like, you know, but that one can't. i watched it three or four times you like, have to like, yeah you, you have know. to but that one scene starts with them voting yeah marcos or blanc who's, who's going to run the house so like there's a division there like division like you said is a big and and big even when you watch movie. it when you're watching even the subtitles are divided between red and blue sometimes yeah well, you the know? blue's French. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, my second note, my note two out of two. <laughs> what are you going to do the rest of this it's, show? It's short. It's, I know. I'm tapping out this early. My, uh, oh, that's this. why you wanted to be a Gettysburg. Sure, I know, right? He could just like, claim a shitty yeah, Wi-Fi connection. Yeah, he just wanted to be like, it wasn't my fault. Short and sweet. I have here sudden zooms. Tightens the mood. It's, yeah, no, I, I de- no, I definitely had that. It's fucking... It's those where he, he they yeah. they play they play from wide to zoom and you and don't they don't know. overdo it and he and, does it a few times at the beginning and that's it and you but 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 it gives you the sense that the camera is a character mm-hmm. so what so by that rationale gentlemen I ask you which character is that camera is that camera Madame right, Blanc or is that camera. Uh, 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 Mother Marcos. Well, there's a camera. Shots. Stop! Come on, man. No, I honestly don't. I can't. I, I didn't really. I. I'm Did sorry. You, that I didn't think this deep into the movie. I mean, uh, I forgive me. You, 
I thought you brought your balls to the big boy pool. Look, look, I just delivered note two out of two. Fuck you, everybody. Good night. <laughs> so what do I you thought think? This thing was gonna be five so, hours right, so long. I'll leave it up to you. Is it, is, is it Blanc or Marcos? I mean, it could be both. Because there's, there's it's a, right, it when could. Susie walks in and that quick zoom on her, it's Marcos. I mean, it's Blanc because Blanc's behind the two-way mirror watching her while this all transpires. So at that point, it's definitely Blanc. But there are other points when you can argue that it's Marcos because we see Blanc. So there's no point right, it's to have her hard. be a, a, a subjective she's point of view. taking the vision. Right. Like, his, I mean, let's face it. It's, it all boils down to body parts in the basement. Yeah. We haven't gotten there yet, no. but we'll get there. So Susie meets fellow dancer Sarah, played by Mia Goth, who helps her move into the academy. Susie learns that the, that the dance academy has been open for ages, even throughout World War II, and all the students get free room and board. Susie, Susie displays immense raw talent and also appears to intuitively respond to the powers of the witches. Well, it's because they make her audition like they tell her, like, you know, no music. We just want to yes. see you move. And what they're... And, and Blanc feels it, by the way. And that's, in a completely that's, that's different why room. she appears. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why she yeah, appears. Yeah, she's in not the, literally in the room. She shows up almost in like the background reflection right. in the corner of those, that, that Because the one room. teacher kind of looks over, like, what is Susie looking at? Right. And it's, and it's Blanc. It's Blanc, it's but sensitive. she doesn't, even being like on that wavelength, she doesn't even see Blanc. That was just for Susie. Right. 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 It's, and, and it's, and, and what she's doing is she's literally like cutting through the fucking energies of right. the earth. Like, Almost Wiccan dance right, moves, which if they you do will. numerous times throughout this movie. Yeah, especially the, the greatest <laughs> fifteen minutes of celluloid ever committed, which we'll get to zooming up. Uh, the instructors introduce Susie to the other girls and claim that Patricia left them to join the revolutionaries, like the RAF. We have some happier company business today. We have a new dancer. This is Susie Banyan, who's joining us from America. I was privileged to witness her audition yesterday. We are very lucky to have her. Would you like to say something, Susie? Um, (laughs) Hello. (laughs) I feel like I'm not even here yet. I don't know. You join in whenever you feel ready, but there's no rush. Welcome to our little family. Hi. Hi. All right, so for today's rehearsal, I want to pick up exactly where we left off with Fog. I've spoken to Olga, and she's going to dance Patricia's part. And Sarah, I'd like you to dance Olga's part. Is everyone happy with that? Okay. Good. Yeah, it's like like I don't know something about that. Just like they, that that was uh, that, that was, was like the they, 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 they wrote, she, she they wrote on, yeah. They, yeah they wrote right. her right the fuck out because like, cover up this this will sell to the class. You hear the girls she in the joined. background talking about Patricia, so the teachers know. And Patricia was they the got, star. They, they, they got to pro- provide some sort of an explanation, right? And right. Patricia was the one dancing the protagonist, which right. is what Susie took over. So yeah, they had to explain some reason why she disappeared. Now, this got me thinking the fact that both Patricia and Susie were Americans. Why are they specifically targeting Americans? 
I don't know that they are. I don't think that's on purpose. You don't think you think because because there's there's a moment later on. They mentioned Sarah, where there's but I feel that there's a moment later on where like Madame Blanc almost it's almost like she realizes their dance move when when Susie talks about. You know, catching the bus and seeing them live and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's coming up. In they were in bit. New York. They set the and, ground that they've been into. They've been to America. It's almost like like Blanc realizes they're crossing continents. You know what I mean? Like they're like she, her work is getting done. But I'm saying, why are they recruiting specifically Americans for this? Uh, I think they're just sending out the maybe, call. What's that? I think they're just sending out the call. The and call. Then, like, 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 they're not, they're not bringing them in. They're, they're, they, they send out a signal, and some of these girls respond to the signal, and then some of the ones that respond to the signal, they filter through. I think That's it's significant that it's two Americans. You right? think they target? I, I think initially? there's a significance for that. And I haven't they, quite put my finger on what it is. Particularly targeted. Yeah, I, I think. So. Yes. Okay. I think. Never looked at it that way. Um. Oh, now we got this part. So Olga. Uh, there are, a dancer named Olga breaks down and says that the instructors are lying. So as Olga leaves the academy, Madame Blanc asks Susie to dance as part and cast a spell on Susie that causes her dance moves to injure Olga, who had been yeah, trapped in a secret room. Yeah, that's so this an is yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> these these are very vague notes here. Um, so this is that scene. This that is scene. this is and that we're scene. Only, we're I'm sure everyone listening yeah. have heard about. Yeah, well, we're only know, about a half hour. The whole the whole dance studio, the, the dance floor, is literally like a pentagram. They mark it off at one point with tape they, with tape like a pentagram. They do, yeah. but. That's just to get them to memorize it, but at the very, you know, it's not going to yeah. get that far, but, you know. Those dances are like them working their spells. Exactly. It's the same thing that's written in the book. It's almost like identical. It's almost like that's the spell. That's how they got the Olga because they were dancing at the time. Well, there's that, and then you've also got, and I argue to a point where this woman's supposed to represent Mother Lacuriarum, the Mother of Tears. Because as Olga's trying to leave, you know, she's coming down the steps. Right, right. But as as Olga's as Olga's coming down the steps. You're ahead of me. You're ahead of me. As Olga's coming down the steps, the 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 short mousy woman with the glasses starts crying and Olga loses vision. So it's not like they've got her eyes. Yeah, they've and got. I, her. I almost argue that that, that that little mousy woman was. That's her guilt. That's why she later on in the movie. I'm not going to jump ahead, but you know what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, it stems and, and from then, that moment. And then she's rather than run out guilt. the front door, she doesn't want to do that. Olga goes into the mirrored dance right. room. They get. A, they and got then a hold on. That's when Madame Blanc like tests the pressure points. You know, on on Susie's oh, that's not palms. Notice when she presses. Yeah, when she presses down, like it lights and up, and that light that's appears that, throughout the that, entire that's rest what of the it movie. Did, is it, it? It sent the electrical force through her down into yeah, it's the not, bottom floor. It's not it's pressure it points. It's literally a power. It, it is. Yeah. it is. Right. That book. What I'm saying is like it's made to believe like she's taxing her yeah. pressure. Right. Yes. That's what Susie and, knows. But you see a white light you see, like go in. You see the illumination. Right. Susie does the dance. And her Susie feet, does right. the dance. Her feet light up too. No music. And hands are important. I'll, I'll touch on this later. The symbol of hands are, are also are important I should, in this movie. I should have gotten into this actually. <laughs> I'll I'll do it for the both of us. All right, thank you. <laughs> but 
but it's uh, what we call the pretzel dance. Oh, I always call, call it the twisted bar- ballerina. The, the, the fucking <laughs> the, and there were the twist and shout like fucking. There were <laughs> critic screenings. You know, like there were there was actual accredited members of the press yeah, the that left. They were like, yeah. um, I can't. That's when that's when I got interested in the movie. When I read that, I was like, oh, now you got my attention. When people but get up and fucking walk out, that's my favorite thing. When I go to a movie and somebody gets disgusted and walk out, oh. I get so happy. And like, they're like, I want to happen during Pink Flamingos. It happened during Bruno. <laughs> I fucking love it's when best. somebody gets up and walks out yep. and discuss during a movie. Uh, you just sold my ticket, sir. <laughs> so by the end of the dance, uh, Olga's limbs are completely uh, splintered and concocted, like, contorted. Her fucking ankles behind her ear. She pisses herself. She's got she's, bile she's, dripping. Bile is a hey. pool of bile hey. and yeah. blood coming out of her mouth. But she's alive. By the way, she lives through all this. That's right. So the other witches got to impale her with meat hooks and drag her ass <laughs> down to a secret passageway. Two thighs and two shoulders yeah. like a hunk of beef. <laughs> she survived that. She also got stabbed with a meat hook and got slumped uh, under her fucking yeah, glass door. But the beauty right. of that shot is they slide, they drag her 
with those meat hooks. They drag her through that secret mirror door, yep. and then the camera stays still, and the door glides and shut, yeah. and it closes it's like the blood trail. Yeah. It's almost like Stanley Kubrick's directing from beyond the grave. <laughs> There's a couple of shots, and I hate to use this term like it's an actual fucking adjective, but there's a couple of Kubrickian shots yeah. in this film that where where Guadagnino and his cinematographer just play with the long hallways and the architecture. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you know the, the designs on the floor and whatnot. Yeah. Like, they play with the visual. Yeah, that you know, one particular It's It's like what Argento which, did yeah. with the blues and the reds. Yeah. He's doing it in exact reverse. They did, they purpose, they that the 77 version was so colorful right that they said what's the fucking point of trying to we're, recreate we're, that they we're going to do the out. exact opposite they drained it. we're going to drain it and they did it and they didn't make i mean again this movie can be a slog if you're not on its wavelength no. and the look of it can play a big part of that it's yeah. a fucking drab looking movie it is. yeah but it's beautiful it, it, it's, it's it's beautiful, it's beautiful at the same you time you have to watch it a couple times you give yourself you give yourself it's over fucking to grind it. it's like that grind that 7 had on it yeah it's like that same it's, sort of like like the paints peeling off the walls yeah. in the it background gets under and everything's kind of dirty. Skin, yeah, like it, it's it a gets grimy. inside your soul, yeah. dude. There's just something about this and film. And the whole the whole mirror scene on that dance floor, two seconds in. I'm don't grabbing see a, butt a ice camera in any of those shots. That's I'm, 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 how the fuck, fuck did they pull that off? It was great. Fucking brilliant. All those mirrors. Movie and magic. Fucking brilliant. That's, Movie that's magic. And I look beautiful. forward every time and I still can't find it. That's the best part of the movie. It's again. It's great. It's, it's on my desert great. island list. Man. During one practice, Susie begins dancing while Mother Marcos is hidden below the dance floor. All we see is Marcos' clawed hand beneath oh, the dance floor. Marcos deems Susie a perfect vessel for her to switch bodies with and orders Madame Block to begin preparing Susie for a ritual to take Susie's body for herself. Anything? Chime uh, in. I guess she like we're, we're not covered. Um, well, we didn't we we didn't cover Kemper like just taking his bait, taking his trip. I, over that's what I'm wondering. Did we pass that yet? We we yeah. also didn't talk about the fact that Blanc Camper and, is next. Okay, in my Blanc, notes. Block and Tanner are talking about what happened to Patricia. So we're we're starting to get our first definitive answers. That, right, they're like... That they're, something they're bad happened to Patricia and they know it. Patricia didn't run off and join the RAF. Right. No, Something happened this. to her as, yeah. a, as, a, as a result of this dance academy. And we're getting our first definitive... Yes. Like, okay, what did they, they say? Um, you know, you knew all my concerns about Patricia. What happened to Patricia was ghastly. They talk about they got to proceed. Like, time's running out for Marcus. Right, they're apparently on some sort of, like, time crunch to find... The yeah, perfect and, and vessel to exactly. transfer they're, her into. They, they are on the, they're on a vessel hunt, if yeah. you will. And, and you know, they, they've targeted these American young women. Right. Tanner suggests Sarah and how it would be right to send her to, to collect the American girl. So, again, I don't think they I don't think they wanted Sarah necessarily to be the vessel, but they saw her as a good conduit. Through way. To like, like a the conduit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 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 Meanwhile, Dr. Kempler begins reading Patricia's diary that was left in his office. And he learns more about Patricia's theories that the instructors are part of a coven. All yeah, but, witches... 
Hmm? Now I was going to say we, 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 we missed we glossed over the fact that that Klemper's got that country house. Yeah, is this when he goes to his cottage house? His, his country house is in East Berlin. He's right. got to show on papers. Yeah. He's on the uh, he's got time. a country house right. on the other side. He's got of the his wall. apartment go, where go, he treats people. To go a quarter of a mile. He's got his apartment where he treats people, and then he has a whole separate country house where. He, and he it's learned, a, it's a, it's a shack. It's, it's a shack yeah. where he it's lived with his shack. wife when they were young. Right, and that's that's where he came up during the fucking you know during, during the war. World War Two. Right. Yeah, and they were they were forcibly separated by the Nazi army. Right. You know, but that that play that that's comes to play later on in the film. And in this scene, there's a lot of good symbolism going on. So, like in the background, when he leaves his apartment, there are banners on the wall. Yeah. Talking about solidarity with the Palestinians. They're the ones who hijacked that the Lufthansa plane that we hear right. about throughout the movie. Right, right. So again, the, the political aspect of the movie is always kind of bubbling in the background. Yeah, it's either on banners hung on the wall, it's or somewhere... on the newscasts, or on the radio. It's a very important aspect of everything that's going on. Then when he's on the train, he's reading a newspaper and he sets it down. It's very hard to see, but I stopped it, and on the newspaper, it's an advertisement for the. Um, the dance company. It's yeah. that, that sort of octopus-like pose yeah. that like you see in some of the posters of uh, Dakota Johnson with everybody yeah. behind It's the cover art for the Blu-ray. It's the cover art. Yeah, when you got the, the, the macrame. But there's an actual like drawing of just one person with like a bunch, like, you know, four or five weighty arms and legs. So they're already like laying, subliminally almost, laying the groundwork if you pick it up for like, you know, reinforcing the dance studio. Like, in other words, even with Klemper, you're never allowed to forget. No, that, it's, that, that it's, whole it's there. It's, it's hanging. It's always it's, there's always something even like in his life hammering like, in the background, right. whether it be you know the, the turn of the, of Germany's autumn, you know, or this fucking studio right. is lurking. There's and when you're in there's the studio, there's a gray cloud over everything. Right, and when you're in a studio, you always have the RAF stuff kind of hanging. And, out. And, there's always and, something. Other, there's always gloomy. like a B there's part, a lot of gloom, a B story always happening in the background of whatever you're focused on at that moment. Like it never is just about the thing you're looking at. Right, right. Words, there's you know? something else going there's on. There's always that, that something adds, else going on that adds more dread right. and fear to the to, to the situation and just plays which into adds the more story. emotion to the viewer. Right, to, you know, yeah. if you will, because you've given yourself. You don't have story. to notice any of that stuff, but if you do, you it makes it. it that much more of a you movie feel that you feel. The and fucking like, rain on the window. You get passionate about. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Kempler, Klemperer learns more about Patricia's theories at the I said already. All witches work in service of three ancient witches. Help me out, guys. Yeah, Mother Lacker Lacker Mother Suspiriarum. Thank you, guys. According to Patricia... <laughs> mother of darkness, mother of tears, mother of sighs. All right, so according to Patricia, Mother Marcos believed that she is Mother Super... And she speaks a new body to maintain eternal life. Through Dr. Kempler thinks... Uh, although Dr. Kempler thinks Patricia's witch talk is pure superstition, he theorizes that the instructors are part of a descendant group. He calls the police and reports that Patricia has gone missing. The police go to the dance school, but they are put under a spell by the witches where they, they hallucinate seeing nothing suspicious at the school. In reality, they were put into a coma, and all the witches stripped them naked and mocked the male's genitals. <laughs> Shortly thereafter, we learn that Dr. Kempler's wife, intimidated to be a Jew, uh, disappeared during World War II, and Dr. Kempler has long wandered about her fate. 
Right, now to jump back a little bit, sure. Yeah. The Please part do. where Klemper is reading uh, Patricia's diary, mm-hmm. he comes across some diagrams, yes. and this is another one of those things where I had to like pause. Them. I was luckily I was watching on my laptop, so it was easy to pause and kind of. That's really what take I was in. talking about. Yeah, and and in the diary, there's uh, these diagrams that say the six elements of dance, yep. and among the, the words that are translated are space, time, and gravity. And then there's another picture where it's like. The mirror, it's almost like the mirror room and a dancer, right. and then a dancer dancing in front of the mirror, and then the next shot is the mirror going through the dancer. Yeah, I saw that. It was and it's like split, yeah. like almost yeah. like that was like yeah. that was Susie's diagram that's, that's, as to how that's to what that showed is how to project herself into the way the way Susie did to her to Olga through through, through, the, floor. through the floor, through yep. the wall, through yep. time and space. Yep. The diary that was a diagram for that. That was like. This is a witch's spell, essentially. It's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's not verbal; it's physical. Right. So the spells are done by the dances. The dances, and it, and then it transfers and it through the walls. And it has to be done by a certain day in order for mother for Marcus, to be able to yeah. be passed to somebody else. Now, um, there's there 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 was a moment that I think kind of got glossed over is when Susie got brought up to um, um, to Madame Blanc's uh, apartment for dinner. That's a very important scene. And and they're discussing it. And, and what yeah. I like about it is like the at the beginning of the, the the beginning of the scene where they're they're actually they're they're eating like I don't know like roast chicken or something. Right. But it's shot at like a downward Dutch angle. Yeah. So you're looking up at both of them. Yeah. And then towards by the by the time the scene ends, they pull up the Palma split diopter, where like Susie's She's face is like right, right here in the foreground. Meanwhile, Madame Blanc is like clearly in focus in the background, framed by the bathroom door. And as Madame Blanc stands behind Susie, about to you know excuse her for the evening, she almost brushes her hair, but she doesn't. Yeah, like she kind of <laughs> yeah, goes right. like that. Yeah, I noticed that too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she she's only a few inches away, but it's like she's petting her. Right. And she, it's and like, she it's, but it's psychic, but it's right, that, and, 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 Su- but, Su- and yeah. but Susie twitches, says, yeah. yeah, Susie, right, right, Susie, and Su- Susie kind of like reacts to it, even though Block has hasn't actually touched her in that moment. Nope. But during you that know? split diameter, she's all she's talking about Olga and Olga's lack of conviction. Yeah, she's already starting to, to groom Susie. And don't don't believe your lying eyes, and don't believe what these other girls. And she and she has Susie talk about her upbringing too. Susie she learns about her Amish religious upbringing. Mennonite, it's, it's literally yeah. dichotomy right. right there. You've got this evil also, of of, you, of a witch's coven the, versus the pure light right. of you know a, a, an do you entirely. The hanging on the wall. Yeah, we talked about that Where at the beginning like, about was, the mother. Yeah, yeah. Matriarchy. Like like say like. Susie's got to choose between the new whole, two mothers by the, the end of this. Exactly. Actually, yeah. Susie's got five mothers she's got yeah. to choose from, but yeah, only two mother. directly. Yeah. You it know. was. It was definitely. There's a lot of matriarchy in this. Film. This is. This is arguably the most feminist film ever made. It's a very feminist film. Oh, it, it definitely yeah. is. But very few are going to look at it that now, way. Now, during this scene, it's also where Susie told Bryant she saw her perform in New York three times, and then my my favorite exchange. Blanc asked Susie what it felt like to perform Volk, and she said, uh, what it felt, it felt like, like inside her body. She said, it felt like what I think it must feel like to fuck. Uh-huh. She goes, you mean to fuck a man? And she no, goes, no, I was animal. thinking of fucking an animal. Right. <laughs> right. It's like such a primal fucking yes, thing. It's just that, like guttural. It, it even transcends like sex with a man or a woman. Yeah, like, she's in a like, real like, yeah, like, 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 very she's, primal yeah, thing. She's not a feral almost mode like she's almost. In heat. 
Yeah, yeah. Exactly. To, exactly. To, to accept right. the mother Anything. scene, yeah. basically. And then, and then this is important. The dance Volk. Volk means people or population. And this had strong nationalist ties in World War II. Like, the Nazis used this word to their advantage. Like, we the people. Like, that sort of thing. Like, make America great again. Volk. Like, there's, there are similarities. And, like, so it's important, again, to the theme of the movie that this thing is called Volk. It has yeah. those kind of ties to Nazism. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's some, yeah, something yeah. else to keep Absolutely. in mind and think cool. about. Yeah. So Sarah and Susie begin investigating Patricia's disappearance, learning that the instructors have eliminated all trace of Patricia and Olga having ever attended the school. Sarah and Susie also grow closer, with Sarah comforting Susie when Susie has nightmares that they uh, that are given to her by the coven. Now, what does Susie take from the from the desk drawer? You see her sneak into the desk drawer. Is it around the same scene where the they're the, looking you know, for the, information the, the, on the, the other um, witch has got the cops Patricia. like with their pants down. But Susie You're talking about what Olga, opens up I mean, the desk Sarah, Sarah and Patricia. You know, I mean, Sarah and Susie. Susie and yeah. Sarah sneaking around, you know, while the three witches got right, the cops right. in a trance, and they're sneaking around looking at files and stuff. But Susie opens somebody's desk drawer, filters through it, takes something and puts it in her pocket, but you right. never see what it does. is. I don't remember. What that the fuck is it right, that she, she does, takes? It's like I expected a payoff, and I don't think I ever got no, no, it. No, 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 no. She, no, she does. She does. She, def, she definitely takes something. It has something. She to does, do but with. I don't think it was a payoff. No, is my there point. is. There is. There is. Yeah, I, I didn't see I one. I, I made a note of it. Making a note of that. Yeah. There is. Uh, at the same time, Madame Blanc begins bonding with Susie, and she learns that Susie was raised in an Amish household and disobeyed her family by attending Madame Blanc's dance recitals when she toured the U.S. Susie's mom is dying, and Susie's mom tells the local clergy that her only regret in life is giving birth to Susie. Damn. Yeah, Madame, Madame Blanc gives Susie private lessons, teaching her to overcome her dance limitations and possibly, and possibly transferring skills from other dancers into Susie. Madame Blanc and her supporters also grow more wary of performing the ritual demanded by Mother Marcos. All right, now, wait a minute. We didn't talk about Susie's dream. And these dreams, like, there's a lot going on in these yeah. things. Yeah. They, we talk they, about montages here on the fucking Yeah, it's show, a lot man. of, like, quick, like, literally, like, half a second <clears throat> shots cut. You know, yeah, I mean? it's and almost feels like a student film. Two, but... and then it's a cut again. And, like, there's a lot of scenes that appear later in the movie that happen in these dreams. You know, there's a lot that flat. The first one is more about Susie's childhood and kind of filling in the blanks there. Yeah, like she, like I, I got the gist that she was caught masturbating in a, in, in a, in a oh, closet. Oh, I didn't get that at all. And that's, and that's yeah, why her hand got ironed. I know. Like, I, I yeah. took that. Oh, like that's what I took from that. Okay, I mean that makes sense. I mean because it is a quick cut. It was that she was to be considered not clean. I guess. I think that's what she was doing in an Amish household. She She had snuck herself in there to please herself. And her mom, you know, burned her hand with the iron. No, it was a nurse. It wasn't her mom. It was one of of the nurses. Okay, it wasn't her mom. I think. Okay, so her mom had been dying for that long then. Okay. And you know what? It could have been her mother because they show her mother when before she. Yeah, she was doing this is the first time you see the mother. Like yeah. you've only seen yeah, the mother. That's, that's the way I read that scene. That could be the mother because they do the show the mother later sequence. on, and she's got like that bonnet and she's, thing on. You know, she's, and I could have misread that as a nurse. You might be right. Yeah, I think she's you're right. pleasing herself, and it's There's almost a shot like she's down a dark hallway, and it it's a very vaginal shot. 
Yeah. And then, like, the next thing and is a mirror smashed glides, on the ground. And that's when she kind of glides up. She was the, probably, like, in a mirror, like, looking at her body and her mother that's caught right, her. And, yeah, right. Okay, that and, makes and sense. And her mom, that's that when her mom sense. put the iron yeah, on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that. So, it's so like, like there's, that there's that dichotomy going on again, that division between, you know, Earth Mother and Spiritual Mother. Earth Mother being this, you know, Mennonite in Kansas. Mm-hmm. And spiritual mother being, you know, Madame Blanc in, you know, West Berlin. Yeah. And the mother looks very deathly throughout. Like, yeah, really she's very mad. hollowed out. Very she's hollowed out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And mother, mother appears on the soundtrack it's, throughout. It the, doesn't the, stop, the, the, the first dream is about her childhood. It's almost like Blanc is getting in her head to learn about her during the first dream. And then the second dream is Blanc getting into her head to say... Here's where things are going to go. Yeah, here's because where I can do that's it. that's more like flash forward type stuff in right. the second tree. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, that's, I like that. I didn't, think, I didn't put that together. That's the mother, but I think you're right. Yeah. And then, okay, here's what we talking about the hands being important. There's a poster on the wall at one point. The Marcos dance group, two arms, one yellow, the other's orange. Yeah. The yellow arm runs through the orange arm. Yeah, I saw that. Again, that's sort of breaking time and space. Uh, yeah, like, like through the mirror. Right. Okay. And I then the palms of both hands contain what look like eyeballs. Yeah. Ah, and in the yellow hand, you have an orange voice. eyeball. Yeah. In the yellow hand, you have an orange eyeball. Yeah, I got it. It's you. like a yin and yang, yeah, but yeah, a Marcos yeah, yeah, yeah. block. It's, and it's again, it's that dichotomy. You got dichotomy. you got two mothers like striving for your and affection. they symbolize it through hands. Yeah. Hands are, are like a very important thing in this witch mythos well, of this movie. If you, if you do anything about Wicca, or, or are the hands anything, important in Wicca? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That makes that's, sense. That's 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 where all your you transmit everything. power. And yeah, yeah. It's like touch. It's, it's, it's your export, right? Yeah. yeah, that makes all right, sense. All right, right on, right on, man. I like where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Seriously, I mean. It's and at the beginning of the dream, it's an old lady, like maybe Susie's grandmother, yeah. just a close-up of her hands uh-huh. rubbing together. Like yeah. Again, hands are... And then at one point, you see a little girl's hands on top of her hand. Yep. Hands are a very hey. important symbol. Touch it, hey. All right, Dr. Klemper approaches Sarah and warns her that she is living with dangerous people and confides in Sarah about Patricia's suspicion that the instructors are witches. Though Sarah initially refuses to listen to Dr. Kempler, she eventually begins digging deeper. One night, she finds a hidden passage. She follows it down to a room filled with ancient relics and steals one of the witch's meat hooks. She also witnesses the coven engaged in a ritual before fleeing back to her room, where the next day, Sarah visits Dr. Kempler and tells him that all Patricia's suspicions... That's a mouthful. I know. We're correct. That's a good band name. And she gives him the meat hook she stole. The witches witches become aware of Sarah's actions and also decide to punish Dr. Kempler for his interference by making him a witness to their ritual to transfer Mother Marcos into Susie's body. Yeah, Patricia gave away Kempler at the beginning. Like, they they had control of Patricia, could see through her eyes. There's a shot at that when she's in the office at the beginning of just the hallway, and you can hear like that that Marcos breathing, yeah, like that, that wheezing, yeah. And it tells you right there, like she's in the room with them, like she's there in, in she's, the building. Yeah, she's like know? the Eye of Sauron at this. Yeah, point. exactly. Now, did you notice? Did you notice the name of the cafe that Clemper meets Sarah at? It was so I, I did notice it, but I didn't think it had any significance. It's the Tear Garden. Tear Garden. What does that mean? I mean, it's a tear garden, man. The mother of tears. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes the sense. mother of tears. It's a tear garden, man. Okay, that makes no, sense. No, 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 no,
there. That's like, right. Like, I mean, they, they, it's a bit. Look, collecting I, buckets of sorrow. I'll, I'll admit it's a bit of a reach, but yeah, this is that kind of but, movie. But reach, it's, reach it's, away. It's, it's, it's but it, but it, it, it does just it welcomes that interpretation. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's it, you, your mother of size, mother of tears, mother of darkness. So the fact that you're at the tear garden, that's where that's I'll you know that. we're we're made there like me like her mom would would, would would collect those tears mm-hmm. in her tear garden. Yes, you know what I mean. That's and that's it. and that's what happens. It's not just a tea garden, right? Because we're sitting there having desserts, obviously, but still, um, I, yeah. And then it's. Uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of dialogue I think between, um, between Susie and Madame Blanc. Like there's a scene where Blanc's like kind of bringing her into. Remember when she's like trying to teach her how to jump higher? Yeah. And she and she delivers this line. She's like, "Movement is language written in the air." Yeah, that whole monologue. Like there's a lot. Of so like like I, that's I like like that's like, Tilda's fucking Oscar reel. Yeah, there's a, there's for a this lot film. going on in that. You know, for one out of three roles, she should have been nominated. <laughs> That's okay. Do you want to do the jumps? Oh, okay. 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 There's a yield before the push, which I don't think you're quite understanding. Caroline, could you come and do a series for us, please? Thank you. And now you. to be on on the floor right now anyway well of course that's because you're mistaking physical weakness with artistic preference and because you're tired at this point the jumps are opposing the pull of the structure but it's soon for that don't you think the floor work is is keeping the other dancers pushed down so this this could echo that. <sighs> on, on a slightly higher point of elevation. If I stay close to the ground now and go straight into the jumps where you have them later, then that's more to the point. The resistance is more emphatic, right? I don't know how aware you are of what times we lived through here 40 years ago, out of which this piece was made. We learned a great cost through those years, the value of the balance of things, 
Every arrow that flies feels the pull of the earth. But we must aim upwards. We need to get you in the air. Should have got nominated for three out of five. Susie's, you know she's I mean? the one who wrote the dance, and Susie's trying to tell her how it's supposed to go. And in the end, given who Susie is, she's probably right. Blanc won't accept that. Blanc though. won't accept it. No, because Blanc's tied. Blanc doesn't Marcus. know who Susie is just yet. Right, right. But, you know, Blanc wants to be, a, she's trying to be matronly to Susie. She likes Susie. But she's also tied. Well, to, no, she's a loggerheads with Marcus. She's, she's, she's not tied to Marcus. I mean, yeah, you're right in that she's got to deliver. <laughs> you're right about right. that. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying she's like a mama's girl, but yeah. I'm saying she's still tethered. She's got to deliver and, to Marcus based on the rules, not based out of any kind of um, allegiance. Like, yes, but she's starting to like Susie, and it's it's causing a, a rift in her feelings like I, I don't want to give this girl up quite so easy. right yeah she's like, like, making excuses like, why Susie's not ready to do it yeah yet. like like Blanc's starting to almost second guess her yeah. life's choices right to, at this point right it's good uh, the students prepare to put on a ritual uh, recital that appears to double as a pre-transferred ritual Susie of course is the lead dancer the night prior to the performance Madame Blanc appear, appears in Susie's room and the pair has a telepathic I'm sorry. Yeah, telepathic conversation, wherein Susie deduces that Madame Blanc loves her like a mother. One of the supporters of Madame Blanc commits suicide in guilt and or fear of what they are about to do to okay, Susie. So, no, that's what we were talking about early with um, what's her name? The, the, the mouse glasses. Broad. Yeah, the, the mouse with, the, with glasses. the glasses. She gets up and mm. stabs. She's like she only has like two or three scenes in the yeah, entire movie. Yeah, she she she's always in the background, right. kind of quiet. And she's always but like feeling I said, when guilty. Olga's trying to escape, she makes that makes Olga cry. Like she starts crying. Olga yeah, she takes crying. over that other girl's body and like transmits the spell through somebody else. Right, and now she's starting to feel guilt, and and she's guilty and all the, the witches thing. in the coven are sitting down to eat. And you're hearing the news reports about, you know, the RAF and... Yeah. And, what and, when, she, the, and when she votes earlier, she's the only one who hesitates. Everybody else is Marcos. Like, right, Blanc, yeah, they're right they're very emphatic about she's, it. And they get to her like, oh, shit, I wish I remember her name right now. Like, Hula. Mouskowitz, I don't know. Right, right. And, they, and then they had to say her name again because she was, like, hesitant about it. And then I, she was the deciding vote for Marcos. Right. And she's guilty throughout the entire... Like, again, you only she's see her two more it. times... But when she when she take when she fucks up Olga, she's guilty, and that's kind of the, the bridge too that's far. She's for her. like, I, I I I this is not what I signed right. up so for. So this anymore. scene, she's the out. guilt the guilt gets to her, and she, she just, just picks, picks up, up a, a knife, fucking steak right. knife, just goes to work right on in her own jugular, <laughs> right in front scene. of the other girl. She just stabs herself yeah, a, in the throat right scene. as dinner's about to be served, <laughs> and she just <laughs> drops over on the fucking table. Right. So the night of the performance arrives. And Sarah decides to search the catacombs beneath the school while everyone else in the, is at the recital. Dr. Kempler attends the recital in the catacombs. 
Sarah finds Patricia alive, but in a withered condition. As well, hold on. I'm going to talk about that photo, that that, that portrait of uh, Marcos. They're covered in like hair, hair like matted and hair. flesh. Yeah, yeah, it's like matted hair and flesh, and yeah. it's a portrait of Marcos, Marcos and, Blanc and Blanc, yeah. together. When Sarah first uncovers that catacomb, and then yes, she gets back there and she finds Patricia, and like Patricia is just withered, like. And what you find out as this I'm a scene, zombified. Yes. Yeah. As this scene progresses, you find out they're all there. Like, they're being Frankenstein for a certain purpose. Yeah. You know, because a little bit earlier, there was a dancer who was missing a leg. And then when, when Sarah found that, when she first explored the, the rooms underneath, she didn't even believe that they existed. Klemperer told her that Patricia said that. Yeah. And she was like, "Sir, this is just a dance company. Like you're kind, you're out right. of line." Right? Yeah. The, the, she got up and left that lunch witches. like offended. And then she went looking. And then she it got in her head, and she went looking, found them, and she went down. And in that one room, there were like these different ceramic sculptures, and one of them was just a pair of feet. Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what's the significance it's of that?" One of them was like a big like monster with just like numerous breasts. And then a vagina yeah. in the middle. Yeah. And then like, and then there were like flowers. And then one of them was feet. And I was like, well, what is? What are the feet? Like, I kind of don't get that. And then later on, it's the girl who's in the room, and, she's, and she has she, no feet. She's got no foot. She's a dancer. That was her breast with the, the fucking in the yeah, fucking right. curio cabinet, like right. a half yeah. an hour they're earlier. Piece, yeah. They're they're yeah. putting Marcos back together. Exactly. Is yeah. what's fucking happening. They're they're harvesting. Or that girl tried to take off and they just fucking chopped her feet off. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, she tried to, like, they snap her fucking right. tibia right there, like, yeah. straight through the skin. Yeah. And uh, there's, there's a shot, too, like, after they discover Patricia laying there, I feel Patricia's the soul. I feel like her, she just got her life is being sucked out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's because she's all there, but she's not all there. It's, it's you know like a I very mean? sick, like, of vampirism because it yes. doesn't just suck the yes, physical body it's sucking whatever like she's made right, of they're draining like, her, her life right, force her life drained. force yeah so I, I so feel like so much sicker like, in a way yeah, yeah. So, so they're draining her soul and if as as Sarah goes to cross and you see um, Mother Marcos kind of sitting in a lounge chair in the back <laughs> There's uh, up here in the top left corner of your frame there's another you see almost like a set of lungs Oh, do you? Yeah. But there's like, another person, like, off to the side of the frame. There's, like, multiple it's, people it's, 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 that they're sucking the life force out of just in like, room. But there, there's hardly anything no, left of that. Right. It's, like, literally just skin and lung, mm-hmm. you know, which is fucked up. And it's only on screen for a couple of right. seconds. But the amount of time and money it put, like, they spent probably 36 hours or several thousand dollars to give us two seconds of screen time, right. and you and I are going to sit here and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's that minutes. kind of move. That's fucking incredible. It's got that, that sick attention. It's, again, it just it gets under my fucking. And skin even like the, like the costumes, like they're very seventies costumes, but they're not too on the nose. Yes, yeah, they're like drab. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's, and they it's look off the appro- rack. and they look appropriate. It looks yeah. like what people like what I picture people in West Berlin probably fucking dressed Making like that kind of middle in 70, middle class middle seventies and seventy seven. Right. That's what they dress like. Like, it's fucking spot on. Right. Nobody's know? got, like, you know, fly-ass <clears throat> fucking gear yeah, on the platform. Beautiful attention to detail. Sarah also finds Olga 
Having been there, driven mad, and her limbs missing as Sarah flees, she steps into a hole uh, conjured by the witches, and her shin is shattered. The bone literally sticking out of her skin. (laughs) Some of the witches come for Sarah, heal her leg, and put her in a trance so that she goes back into the recital. As the climax of the performance nears, Madame Blanc is told that the transfer will take place that night. At the climax, Sarah's shin splinters again, and the crowd grunts out of the school in a panic. Dr. Kempler is particularly disturbed as he saw that Sarah's eyes had changed color and he finally <laughs> believes that the instructors are witches. So a couple things during this. Yes. Just that out, one is that the one matron, I think her name is Hula. I said that earlier for the other, but I think this time it's Hula. Is looking, like glaring at Klemper throughout the performance and then he starts like tugging at his tie. Yeah. Like he starts getting visibly uncomfortable. She's in his head at this point, which yeah. pays off later on. Right, because they need a witness. They, they, right. they, 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 they put this performance on, but they know that they, they, they're legitimately... And he, he's been a thorn in their side motive. throughout the whole movie, so right. this is a way of killing two birds with one stone. Exactly. Let's get him as the witness, and we can cut his throat at the end of it. Right. And then we don't have any more people who can like, you know, know anything about us. Right. And then the other thing is... That it was Susie, like Sarah enters that dance in a trance. They they got her at this point. During the dance, there's a, a obvious push and pull between Sarah, and it turns out that Susie is the one who breaks the spell. That's why Sarah's leg snaps again yes. and why she falls to the floor. That wasn't supposed to happen. And even Blanc has a look of surprise on her face when this happens. Like, what the fuck just... She what? broke... Yeah, exactly. She, like, she broke and then, the spell. But Blanc it. puts it together that it's Susie who broke the spell because she references it in, like, a scene or two later. Like, you you, you ended the, the performance abruptly. Something to that effect. Yes. So yes. she knows that it was Susie who did it. And at this point, um, everybody knows, including Susie, that her power is, like... She's and starting this is, to feel herself for the and first this, time. This is where I made note that Susie give, gives in to the suspicion. Oh like, yeah, I, right. I, I, I gave it. I, I gave it a name. See, it's not it that she the, gives in; it's that she figures out. Hey, I'm the one. I think. I think it's more of a, a positive thing. It's not that it overtakes her; it's that she understands that I'm. I'm the, I, the, no, the chosen I, one. Like I'm bad, the one who's I supposed to give in. My note says Susie harnesses. There you go. There, exactly. That's Harness. my note. Is harness. Yes. And if, if we're going to give it a name, let's give it a name. Let's call it the title of the film. Yeah. That glowing light that we're right, talking exactly. about. Let's yep. call it Suspiria. Yeah. Susie harnesses. Exactly. Suspiria. She understands that she's the and one. she's that she's now found a whole new world. Yeah. That one, one that which her. She know, started out brother. the movie very mousy and like, thank you. I mean, her mom's like, is like the, the last, you know, the, the last one I smeared her on the world. Right, her mother, you know, like, like her mother, didn't even wore. Yeah, exactly. It was, you know, so Susie's already outcast. So she was already mother. rejected by another. one mother. So like, it's not too hard a choice for her to go. No, like, she cut her, her hair. Right, like, and that explains maybe why she got the fuck out. Like you go. It, assuming that you're correct, which I now think you are, by the way, that her mother's dying throughout the entire movie. Yeah, it's it's, it's not a flashback. It's running concurrent. Yeah, <laughs> it's running concurrent. Then it makes sense that Susie would have been like, "Peace." And right, and, and that's and out. that's what fucking that's when mom's tied. That's when mom shovels off the mortal foil. Yeah. Susie makes that turn to the Marcos. And you think dance. that she's making Blanc her new mother? 
But it actually turns out that she transcends even she's, that. She's becoming mom. Right, exactly. Susie is, is, is your future major. And this, during this performance, is where where she understands it. Yeah, it's, she, again, she harnesses right. Suspiria. Exactly. Thank you for going along on that ride. <laughs> that was a fun ride to take. <laughs> yeah, man. She's sick of hearing me say it. Do you want to know what she took out of her, out of her George? Yeah, because I, I don't even remember. Lipstick. Think about it. She's she's envied this woman for. Do we know whose desk it was? Like, was it Blanc's. definitely Blanc's desk? Was it? Everything. I mean, I mean, I just read a, a ton of shit. And, what do you need? And remember seeing because I took like I, I took like ridiculous like she, mental she, patient notes on this I, and I, I don't remember I seeing said, her take something out of the drawer I always said I, I wasn't exactly sure what it was but he always like why is she doing that and I said it's probably because she's envied this woman for so long yeah. so she just wants something of hers because she looks at her as a mother figure yeah. or a powerful woman female guidance or you know yeah. whatever that makes sense so that's or maybe it's it like don't don't witches don't you need to have something of the person? And that's the other thing maybe too. maybe it she like sense. took it like in her back pocket like if right. I need to cast a spell on right, this bitch right. I got a lipstick. But at that time they didn't really know that though. That's what I'm thinking. Like I don't I don't know if she knew she was that powerful because, at that point. Because when that girl stopped her on the stairs, she told her, you know, get the fuck out, don't don't yeah. don't join. But you know at that time they thought she was some crazy girl. Right. You know, it just disappeared into the you know the. The, the world, mm-hmm. you know, so it's with like, the RAF, yeah, yeah. So it's like the girl grew up without a mother, you know. Yeah, and she's always envied this woman. Yeah, no, that makes so sense. I like that. You and Sean are both giving me things at him. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Her. Yeah, because yeah, I I couldn't remember what it was either. I haven't seen the movie probably in probably a year. You need so. this? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I was looking yeah. at it. I looked it up and. I had two separate posts that said it was lipstick. I didn't see lipstick. I don't think you can really tell what it is. Yeah. But why not? It's definitely something long. Like a little tube. Yeah, it looks like a tube. Yeah. Hey, why not? What else would you do? It doesn't make yeah. sense for it to be anything but, else, and that's really. That's what I said. As it has something to do with her being connected huh. to her in some yeah, way. I'll buy that. I'll all right, so the girls, except for Sarah, who's whisked away, all go out with the instructors to celebrate the, the recital. And all the dancers but Susie are put into a trance. Meanwhile, now fearing the actual power of the witches, Dr. Kempler tosses the meat hook and all Patricia's belongings into the river, trying to cut all ties with the situation. Yeah, that, that song that the, that the teacher starts singing, that was a trance. Like, did you pick up on that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Susie sits there at the head of the table. She and uh, Blanc are like staring at. Each other. Right, it's, it's it's like they're they're both fighting like which which end of this table is going to be the head. Right, and it's, it's not Blanc, an accident that they're both. And and, at the head and of the it, table. it calls back to a conversation that Blanc had with with Susie earlier. Do you want to be the head of this company, 
She's and like, you know, no, I'm going to be the hands. The hands. There you go. So That's what I hands. say. That that was it, it was at that moment when I said, oh, hands are very important. And yes. I started thinking back yep. and thinking of all the other yep. times I saw yep. hands. Yep. Yeah. And and Susie just she literally like she take before even acknowledging Blanc, Susie's sitting there, she's soaking it all in like she knows now she's the HBIC. Yeah. Right. She comes in a little mousy, but from day one, like she's like, I'll do it. Like she she's, she knows that she's a bad motherfucker. She's, you right. Know what I mean? She's she's drawn into herself. Yeah, like she you know? she comes in sort and of cocky she to sits begin at that with. restaurant, like she's just watching over before she even makes eye contact with Blanc. She's looking over the young and the old, like, I got all these yeah. fucking witches in my hand. Well, anybody that's going to walk into, you know, a, a dominant fucking dance school like that, that's supposedly new world ground. Yeah, you got to have some balls. First day walking in, you're going to take the lead. You're right. She's <laughs> like, I can do it. That's what I'm saying. She's got and some she balls. she does it better than I think fucking... <laughs> Alright, so Kepler turns around to find his wife, played by who? Jessica, Jessica Harper. Harper. Ladies and gentlemen, the original Susie Banyan. Hello? in die Wohnung und konnte meine Papiere nicht finden. Dann bin ich zu Fuß weiter nach Teplitz. Ich hätte bei mir unterkommen können. Aber sie haben mich an der Grenze aufgegriffen und nach Theresienstadt gebracht. Niemand hat mir geglaubt, dass ich in Garz geboren bin. Nach der Befreiung bin ich nach Zurich gegangen und nach Bristol. Ich habe mir dort ein Neues Leben aufgebaut. Ein, ein schönes Leben. Mir wurde gesagt, dass du beim Einmarsch gefallen bist. It, but the the first the first time like I didn't know, dude. And when when I was watching, no 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 no, I didn't know you she know was she in it. You know she pops up, right? I didn't know she showed up, and I'm sitting here, and I just started fucking weeping. <laughs> and Manny I love the way you me, cry she's, she's like Manny looks. <laughs> Manny looks. She's like what? And I'm like that's the original. <laughs> 
and she's wiping the tears uh, away from my eyes during the gruesome psychological horror movie. All right, <clears throat> see. Um, what's her What's her name? Anka. 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 Yeah. Anka. That's what I thought. So she's standing there, and Anka explains that she eventually fled Germany and, through a series of circumstances, ended up in England, where she remained uh, ever since. Well, but it's important. She says that she like got captured and was taken to a concentration camp. That that's an important detail. Okay. So the pair embrace, and Anka slowly leads Doctor Kempler to the school, where we discover that Anka was nothing but an illusion. And it's Huller who got him during yes. the recital. Is the one who's running out of school, she screaming got, like a banshee, yep. and grabs him. She got into his head. She, she got into his head. His most personal memory. Exactly. Recreated Anka. Used it against them. Gave us Jessica Harper and right. And that's the only cameo. bit of fucking fan service. Thank God. That this and movie she, wasn't constant, like, winks and nods yeah, to the first but was, one. But that was, was the only time. And, and tell me if not, if, could you not handle it more tastefully? Yeah, yeah no, it was if perfect. She was, she yeah, was, was committed. Perfect. She knew what she was yeah. in for. She learned German she to wasn't, do it. She wasn't above right. it. She's like, I'm Jessica Harper. I can go to a convention and make 12 grand this weekend. No, she shows up for... Schleps like us to help side us over to this new version. You know, she, she was you know what I mean? His... And then she, um, shit, I, I completely lost my train of thought of where I was going. Oh, so then they take him inside, right? So he's captured, and, and, and he ple- he starts pleading, like, you know, oh my god, I gotta find my notes on this because this is so important about his character. Um, like he's pleading, you know, like please don't hurt me. No, I'm innocent or something like that. And oh, here it is. Uh, fuck. No, I lost it. God damn it. But anyway, he's saying I'm innocent. And the girls are saying, no, you're not innocent because you should have listened to your wife. Like, you knew months, if not years ahead of time, that we were arresting people. So you had plenty of time to get your wife out of Germany. Yeah. And when she tried to tell you this, you ignored her. And then when Patricia tried to tell you what was going on with her, you called her a delusion. So anytime a woman comes to you and says that something's wrong, you write it off as a delusion. So why should we have any mercy? For you? Ah. So I was saying, it's a very, that's Justin Boyd, ladies and gentlemen, it's a very important brought me something new. It's a very important sequence. Fucking a pal. Yeah. So they this end up keep you around. stripping him, and they take him down to the catacombs <laughs> where he's going to witness the ritual. So that night, Susie awakens and follows a. Sparrow to uh, Sparrow light into the catacombs. And she arrives to find her entrance. Uh, entrance peers while dancing wildly. Doctor Kempler weeping in the corner. The instructors in robes and the hideous Doctor Marcos awaiting her uh, arrival. Uh, no, uh, I'm sorry, Mother Marcos. What, not what Marcos. I have written down is, here we go. Yeah, greatest. 15 minutes of celluloid in modern contemporary cinema history. So, I fucking absolutely love this segment for like the next 15 to 20 minutes. Here's, buckle God. up, please. Here's what I have written down. Me. It's about five pages long. You want me to read it? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't touched on a quarter of the notes I that I made. Fucking. Thing. This this is where I mean, because Banyan is the fucking boss. When she walks back into that she school knows after it, the dinner, yeah, it's over. She That's comes over. cruising in through the revolving door. She's dropping her fucking yeah. gown, kicking her shoes off, walking through the lobby like I'm back in my house, 
bitch is. Yeah. And she's like, even Mother Marcos is waking up like, who's this bitch on the upstairs? <laughs> you know, B- Banyan is coming back with the suspicion. But Marcos is cocky. And, like, she's like, when, by the time I'm done with you, there's not going to be anything left inside. And, like, she's, and she, she's rubbing it in her face. She's suck right. that out. Right. And then Blanc is, like, looking for any weakness in Susie. And when Susie, like, like, I don't, I forget what it is. She says, and Blanc's like, look, if you're not sure about this, like, we, I, you know, I can wipe your memory. You can forget about all this. And Marcos is like, you just don't want me to have her, essentially. Right. And Blanc's, and then Blanc tries to cover up by going, I just wanted to be pure. That's her excuse. Yeah. Like, but yeah. she really, at this point, loves Susie and uh-huh. doesn't want to go through right. with it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's little does she, she know what Susie's capable of. Right. And she doesn't she, know. Blanc has yes. no clue. Yeah, She's not still. Up. A bit like she's like yeah, a half Marcus a step a out of the room. You know, so, and, that's, and that's Tilda Swinton yet again. Mother Marcos, Mother Marcos is hideous, covered with tumors and boils. It's Tilda Swinton. You know why? I said that earlier. <laughs> I know. I've, I've already explained <laughs> that. You yeah. said that. That's so why she's been three. Did you, did you know? For this <laughs> thing. Three. Did you know that? But did you know that? Justin, did you know that? Um, <laughs> guess how many roles Tilda Swinton uh, plays in this movie? I don't know, how do you tell She us? also worked on craft services, little known fact. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> Did you know that? Did yeah, she know acted that? as a gaffer in between setups. Sean likes to repeat himself. So, Susie descends the steps. She was Jessica Harper's chauffeur. Saying she is prepared to sacrifice her life for Madame Blanc. Madame Blanc cl- cries out to Susie that she does not have to, does not have to do this and that something feels wrong. Mother Marco slashes out at Madame Blanc and severs Blanc's spine and neck. As part, I mean, Susie's just coming in. She's like all fucking buckets. No, she's got a gown on. But she, she, up, but she, and she goes she, into her room naked and then she puts a gown on. But what I'm saying is like the, 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 she's got this like sheer black gown, and, but she is fucking. Underneath. Oh, underneath. Maybe. There's yeah. like, yeah, I mean, you, you're you usually getting, are naked underneath. I think, I think that might be a little bit of a callback to like the first one, like sort of those di- diaphanous gowns that were like flowing yes. in the wind machine. Yeah, yeah. You know what and I mean? There was, like, and there was I no think that was kind of a callback to that. It's, right. It's very seventies feel, was, man. It was maroon, which is what Blanc was always wearing in her dreams. Whenever she on that that pentagram carpet or whatever that carpet right. was. Maroon is right. closer to blood. And, right. And, and Blanc had a maroon. Right. How, how do they accomplish blood that? Blood is actually blue. Like what are they? What are they doing? Opening, opening the, and like they accomplish this strobe effect with a, a lot of this whole sequence. Where like instead of her taking one step, you feel like she skips that weird three. slow motion. Thing. Yeah, yeah, but but it's it's not a slow mo. It's like a stuttering. Yeah, slow-mo. I know what you mean. Like how the hell I didn't like that? that the first time I saw it's, it. It didn't bother me on subsequent viewings. It, 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 it pays off given you know given everything else that's going on. Like you just like like given over this. I thing. wanted that scene to be a little bit more gnarly and I thought that that stuttering kind of filmmaking like didn't let me see the heads explode the kind of satisfactory way I wanted to. Yeah. That was the first time. But then right. when I watched it again I'm like, no. Like, this, I this would I good. would be drunk I would be drunk on the power and I would see it the same way. Like I was in a K hole just like you off with your head, off yeah. with your head and the more heads come off the higher I But die. it's only the ones who voted for Marcos. Yes. Did you notice that? Yes. Like, but right before yes. the head explodes, yep. it's a quick shot of the girl going, Marcos. Yep. Yeah. So it's whoever Boom. voted for her and then whoever voted for Blanc yeah. 
is the ones who were left at the end to clean up all the mess. As part of the ritual, Sarah is disemboweled while still alive. Mother Marcos then demands that Susie kill her own mother and cast a spell allowing Susie to do so in order to complete the ritual. So while contemplating Mother Marcos' requests, Susie asks which of the ancient witches Mother Marcos serves. Marcos claims she serves Mother Suspiriorum. Susie then smiles and reveals that, in fact, she is Mother Suspiriorum and strikes Mother Marcos dead, likely for perverting the coven, abusing her power, and falsely claiming to be Mother Suspiriorum. Suspiriorum! You have the only mother you need here. Death! Do any other mother say it? Then summons forth the embodiment of death. Death approaches each witch with that supported Mother Marcos over Madame yeah, Black and kills them. Fucked up, dude. She was that crawling out of the marble. The head, <clears throat> the head of each witch explodes when touched. Susie then approaches Patricia, Olga, and Sarah and asks what she can do for them. No, what she can do for those sweet girls. They all ask to die, and Susie kills them in a gentle manner. Dr. Kempler is then released, with, and the remaining witches are ordered to clean up the mess that they have made. The next day arrives, and everyone acts as though nothing ever happened. Yeah, they escort Dr. Kempler out. Had too much wine. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's just drunk. He's singing about your wife, going yeah. about your day. Right. She's one of the ones Send who voted blonde, so she didn't get blown up. Uh-huh. But then she has to go in and lead the cleanup in the basement. Right. Yeah, she, she's Me- like... She's like Meanwhile, the head one in charge at this point out of everybody who's left. As you want to know, Susie Banya's in charge. Well, Let's but I'm saying, this that, is Susie's matrons, fucking house. Right, yeah. out of the matrons, like, in, the, in that work of running the house. Like, yeah. She's, she's the head one at this point. It, it appears that they had the memories of the, of the prior night right, er- erased. They blame it on drinking well, too much it, wine. Isn't the creature, like, coming out of the ground? Like, yeah, it comes out from under the marble. It, like, represents, like... Satan's sperm, almost. It's, it's, it's the representation of death. Because what... she's in heat, obviously, up here. And then, no. you know, they come down to the lower level, which is closer to Satan. Sperm comes out and impregnates her. And then 
and the, but that makes Susie the that villain, the, the, the villain. But it also makes her the villain of the movie. You can't have a heroic. Well, yeah. You can't have a heroic person she joining forces with Satan. You understand what I'm saying? After like she gets in, she's like, I am all powerful. So that's what I'm saying. Is she the villain? And I've, I've had this she's thought before that. Is she the villain of the story in the end? There's, there's no fucking heroes in she's Suspiria. Both. She's both. But I mean, beyond that, I'm not talking about a hero. I'm saying, is she a villain? Is she like going like, is she like carrying on the tradition at this point? Like, is she going to I like, would, I, honestly, yeah. I'd like yeah. to think so. Yeah. I'd, I personally like to think so. Yeah. I mean, it, it, like, like he said, it was almost like she was summoned. She, from the she big, was summoned. From the very she, beginning. The and movie's about guilt over World War II for the Germans. Right. Yeah. And they're summoning Americans. The next, uh, <laughs> we got that, got that, got All right, an announcement is made that Madame Blanc will no longer be able to, to teach at the school, and although Madame Blanc's neck and spine are severed, she still appears to be alive. Yeah, it's, yeah for, for like, a, not that much longer now. I don't know. That I got the impression that they because were Because her eyes to, moved. They were able to bring her... It was like they snapped their heads back, and it was almost Same. like she came too. Like, I, it's really, I got the, the I, feeling I didn't that, get they, that they had a spell to bring her back. See, I, I felt like it was like her eyes were... Like she was still conscious when she was severed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And once and then snapped, and that's when she back. went out. I went the other way with that. Oh, you know, I, I, I felt mean, like it was almost again, like she Again, it's, it's she all rebooted. subjective. Yeah, I felt and like she that's why we picked this fucking film for right. today, so... Um, so the remaining witches are clearly in service to Susie, mother, Suspiriorum. So that night, Susie appears in Dr. Kempler's bedroom, where he is bedridden. She apologizes for the acts of her witches, stating that their beliefs had been perverted and Susie needed to gather the strength she necessary to stop them. Too. She, she what? She oh. calls him her daughter. Yes, yes. Yeah, very important. Uh, in, an act of, uh, in a show of good faith, Susie tells Dr. Kempler of Anka's fate. When, while Anka did try to escape Germany, she was apprehended and sent to a concentration camp. There, Anka died from exposure when the command forced all the prisoners to stand outside in the freezing cold while a census was take was being taken. Despite Anka dying, Susie lets Dr. Kempler know that she was surrounded by prisoners who cared for her and that her last memory was that of her first date with Dr. Kempler and all of his love for her. Susie explains that while many people must feel guilt and shame for their actions, Dr. Kempler is not one of them. She then erases all of his memories pertaining to the dance school and those who recited there. Yeah, that part's important the way she said She says, we need guilt, doctor, and shame, yeah. but not yours. Not yours. That is like, that's what they thrive on throughout the entire movie. And again... Yeah. Germany after World War II was, was a very was, was, shamed and guilt yeah, they, they were like we for they had to go to the world like all right we right they were like the, they were Mother like the, tears, the 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 fucking yeah right the drunk guy after Sunday morning after the party like oh yeah, man I'm sorry I shit in your kids pool <laughs> I am so fucking sorry I kicked your mother-in-law in her throat you know what. You know, like he had to be that guy that had to right. be like do the walk of shame. Yeah. That, that was Germany for like twenty years. If you wonder why this movie is set in nineteen seventy seven Germany, that's why, right? Yeah. There. That line. That's why. I mean it's that's what it was, yeah. right? I mean they were like still like we're sorry, man, we fucked up, we chose a wrong. It's, it's a movie about it, the uniforms shit. look great, but the the whole mindset was Fucking on the wrong yeah. side of they things. They fuck. The citizens should have done more to stop that from happening. Yeah, yeah. Jews, Jews, and 
Germans can live fucking peacefully side by side right now. God forbid you get a fucking black guy and, and some white people living together. They gotta fight I don't know each that other all the time, anymore. right? <laughs> Wait, what happened? No, no, so, no, 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 not being an asshole. No, no. I'm just saying that's how much our country needs to progress. It's 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 horrible. Progression, people. Progression. <laughs> do it, do it. Yeah. So after the credits, because right, he can't hear me anyway, so <laughs> we observe. Mo- <laughs> after the credits, we observe Susie slash Mother Sporium. Staring at something off camera and breaking into a smile. And that is 2018 Suspiria. Suspiria. You get the fucking title right. Yeah, man. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you for sitting there. Thank you for doing it with us, man. Let's talk about how the fuck fuck did we get here. (laughs) How did we get here? (laughs) This sketch. How did we get here? I led you here, sir. For I am Spartacus. So, a remake of Suspiria was announced in 2008, backed by director David Gordon Green. I remember that. And Natalie Portman. Who had co-written a script with his sound designer. In 2007, Luca Guadagnino had convinced the original film's creators, Dario Argento and Daria Nicolotti, Dario Nicolati. Nicolati. Yes. To uh, allow him... A- for the, for the record, that's Asia Argento's parents. Yeah. If you don't already know. Ah, I know that. I know Asia was Dario's. Okay. But that's Asia, Dar- Asia but Daria. Asia. Asia. Or Asia. Is that it? Was yeah. Asia Argento? Yeah, you don't literally say it like it's, Asia. It's, uh, Asia. 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 Okay, okay. My, my bad. I'm pretty but, sure uh, she yeah. was Asian. And, 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 am I right? Nicolati's her, Daria, Daria Nicolati's her mom, I didn't see. Right? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure I'll, she I is. mean, I'll, I'll take your word for it, but I didn't know that. I'm pretty so, sure to allow him to option a remake of the film, Guadagnino subsequently... Subsequently. Subsequently. Offer the project to Green, who cast Isabel Hubert, Janet McTeer, and, Isa- and Isabel Furman. I got them all right. Uh, Green describing his screenplay as operatic, adding, I love Argento's film, and he wrote a very faithful, extremely elegant opera. I don't mean musical opera, but it would be incredibly heightened music and heightened and very operatic and elegant sets. I'm so glad Green didn't. According to Green, financing conflicts resulted in the project being scraped. Fast forward to uh, September 2015 at the 72nd Venice Film Festival. Guadagninos announced plans to direct a remake, quote unquote, of Suspiria with the four main actors of his film, A Bigger Splash, which had premiered at the festival. Guadagnino revealed that his version has to be set in uh, Berlin circa 77 and uh, would have, uh, as its main theme, the, un- the uncompromising force of motherhood. Juan well, Nino has said since explicitly that the film is not a remake, but instead an homage to the powerful emotion he felt when he first watched the original film. Yeah, by right. He said uh, he was quoted saying, I was so terrified, but as always, with something that terrifies you, I was completely pulled in. I think the process of how that uh, movie influenced my psyche probably has yet to stop. Has yet to stop. Which is something that happens often when you bump into a serious in, into a serious work of art like Suspiria. That was like me with Brian De Palma's Carrie. Like, I, I think yeah, the way I think the movie that. I made in a way represents some of the layers of my upbringing. Watching the movie for the first time and thinking of it and being obsessed with it. 
Guadagnino said in 2018 that he felt Suspiria was his most personal film to date. The film was a co-production between the United States and Italy. Box office receipts. Yeah. Let's see how it paid off, shall we? In the operational funds box, we will deposit 250,000 American dollars. You take it out. We put more in. I want receipts. All right, gang. So Suspiria premiered September 1st, 2018 at the 75th Annual Venice International Film Festival before being released, not to the masses at least, October 26, 2018 from Amazon Studios. The total theater count was 311 screens, opening uh, limited, uh, only on two screens at first. Uh, opening weekend was $184,037, securing the number 25 spot. Second weekend, however, it inc- had an increase of 432.4%. Hey, what was what, Gro- what was it, what was it, what was the opening date? Well, I get it, Sean. It's your birthday. <laughs> Second weekend box office. <laughs> $979,882, bringing in a total gross worldwide of $7.9 million against a $20 million budget. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even have guessed that much, to be honest. I and we could, we could have grossed them about 36 bucks if they'd have taken my money four months <laughs> oh, early. Jesus. I could have made them 40 more goddamn dollars. They make their money in the popcorn sale. I was going to say, hey, he would, he would have bought... He would have got a drink and popcorn. They would have got it. I was I was trying to buy us tickets. The announcement, they were like, "It's my birthday. Come on, guess we're doing." Yeah, five months early. Remember? (laughs) (laughs) But I was. It was was back in like that fucking May. I'm trying to order those movie tickets for Halloween weekend. Like I thought it played at the Charles because I was. Gonna, at first, I, I thought I was going to get in at Charles. You probably seat. did. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it did. And then I didn't. And I was kind of kicking myself after I watched it. All right. I feel like taking a walk to the critics' corner because I'm very curious to see what they had to say. So, critical responses were strongly polarized upon its release. Yeah, no shit. Peter Travers (laughs) of Rolling Stone stressed that polarizing served as too tame of a word to describe the reactions to the film. Rotten Tomato score, 65% based on 325 reviews. Uh, Metacritic, 64 out of 100 based on 56. Let's see. Let's get some quotes. Andrew Whalen of Newsweek deemed it a powerful and dread-inducing experience even before it reveals itself to be not just an art house exploration of a horror aesthetic. He also compared the body horror in the in the film to that of the works of David Cronenberg. Uh, Kristen Kim of The Nation observed similar elements and wrote that it took the body horror of the original to an unsightly new level. If the blood runs pretty in the old Suspiria, it's urine here that trickles down the legs <laughs> of a painfully yeah, yeah, contor- contorted yeah, yeah, yeah. ballerina. I will say, like, I was thinking, like, how are they going to top Sarah's barbed wire sequence? Right, and, no, they you did. know what I mean? They did. And I'm like, oh, man, they put Sarah through some shit. Fuck the barbed wire, man. I'd rather <laughs> have the barbed wire. Uh, Owen Gleiberman from Variety compared certain visual elements of the film of the film to The Exorcist and summarized yeah. it as a gory but impressively loftily matriarch 
matriarchal matriarchal horror film. I don't say these words, so bear with me. <laughs> that we noted that the film would have been benefited from more shocks. Uh, Boston Globe's Ty Burr described the film's finale as Lovecraftian, but concluded that what it mostly leaves behind is an acrid taste of having experienced something stylish but unfulfilling. Oh, fuck you, yeah, man. I, I love that fucking... Uh, two more. LA Times felt that the reimagining of witchcraft is bully absurd and concluded by the time <laughs> the phantom the phantasmagorical finale arrives, you were flooded with blood and viscera, yes, but also something even more unsettling, a sudden onrush of feeling a deep overpower overpowering melancholy. It's the most startling of the film's transfigurations and re- returns us to the Primordial theme of motherhood. I know. One it more. It sounds like he likes it. Like he shit yeah. on it. And then it yeah, sounds like he, he actually made, he just, like, like he appreciated really it. Like, the the he's like, I came in wanting to hate this movie, so I'm gonna hate it. Yeah. Let me right. tell you why I like it. There hate are it. so <laughs> there are so many quotes from fucking different critics in this one. I'll give one more. Slant magazine praised the cinematography, but expressed disappointment for what he felt was a lackey was a lack of cohesion. Suspiria is a largely befuddling accumulation of shots and sounds that never coalesce. Fuck you. And the horse you rode in on. Now hold on, like here's the thing, like anybody, like that's a legitimate, like to me, the, the other guy made no fucking sense. <laughs> Fuck him, he's an asshole. <laughs> He's, he's a pompous cunt. He's a dick. Yeah. But th- that guy, like that was legitimate, and the reason I accept that is because the first time you watch this movie, it can be fucking befuddling. <laughs> Like, I don't expect you to get it the first yeah. time. Like, you, you need to watch it. You can at least watch it two or three times. Yeah, exactly. Should, so I that would... makes... This is like a non... That guy obviously watched it once. This is like it's... a movie that can't be appraised on one yeah. viewing. Yeah, it just can't. Watch it more than you once. can't be a serious critic and say, I watched this movie one time and here's what I thought about. No, fuck you. I, <laughs> I dismiss good or bad. Like, even the good ones. It's like, okay, it sounds like you picked up on a lot of it, but... You don't even know what you missed. Watch it again. You know right. what I mean? Like, right? It's that kind of movie, right? It's, so, like, I, so I don't say shit on them except for the one asshole. But <laughs> the rest of he was making big words to make himself fucking. But it's not like he liked it. Goddamn sense. He liked it, but he was trying he to shit fucking, on it. Yeah, shit on like it. fuck him. He's he's like, a dick. Dude, shut up. Biggest takeaways, Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. I have one I wrote down for this. Tom York's score is incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. It's definitely a standout element from this movie. Man. Sorry, does, sorry, I'm not sorry. When you said that, I didn't know. I mean, I actually thought you were talking about like sports scores. <laughs> because, because, because I, I'm, I'm not, I'm being serious. Step up to the plate, mother and sister oil. Because of fantasy football and stuff like that. Mm. And I thought that's what he was talking about. I thought that you were like, is this sports guy? You were score. giving him the, the fucking score. Score. <laughs> Melody. I don't fucking porn. know. Yeah. You don't even like sports. You don't like sports ball. No, I don't. But I like movies. <laughs> I and know. 
And he likes the music that he put. Yes, I'm gonna say you, you know don't what? care so much about it. That, that surprises me about you. I didn't even know that was what? a thing. That you're not so in the mute. Uh, the scores, like you don't know. That. I figured that would be one of the first things you sports. Uh, they're not, they're not, no, not yeah, sports. Uh, uh, sports. Yeah, Movie it's, scores. It's, I mean, uh, like, like there's moments I'll pick up on. No, he, no, he, but I mean, like, being I like an, a DJ and all that, like I figured it, like, yeah, that yeah, would be like top of mind. I know that's it's crazy. It's like what like Ed tells Ed tells me how he drives around listening to like yeah, I do that too. I do it. But to me, I'd be like, oh fuck, I want to. I would turn around, cop out of work, like fuck. I just want to go home and watch this fucking movie. Sean was a DJ. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. Something to do when you fuck up the weekend. <laughs> I was there. It was where to get drugs and pussy, dude. It wasn't like he was just doing it because he, he was like... I mean, I was... Love, loving the music, I, was, I thought. I was, Jesus yeah, I was, right. I was time, good. You're yeah. shattering my dreams. I was he good at it, late, but, it, but it got me high and late. It got me high and late. Yeah, yeah and that's, because I have I mean, why else DJ, would you do anything? So I know. The shit works. Because you're not coming off as misogynistic right now. <laughs> Hey, it was hey, the I'm, 90s. I'm, I'm, I'm a female and I'm backing him up. He's one of my biggest fans. Right. We talked that way in the 90s. He's right. <laughs> we're, we're I right. wasn't even fucking him then. <laughs> biggest <laughs> takeaways, please, and go. What's your takeaway? Oh, I got a takeaway? Takeaway. <laughs> we all. In almost all this movie out. We all have takeaways. <laughs> takeaway. I'm not going to be in it at all. I went into this not loving the first one, so I was just kind of like, uh,. Whatever, like I was reading good stuff about it, so I was definitely intrigued. And then when I finally watched it, like my mind was fucking splitting too. You know, and it was like, yeah. whoa, I wasn't even, I wasn't expecting that. It's, it's a very dense fucking. It's like a Russian novel. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You, if you're gonna fucking get into this thing, you better commit because there's a whole hell of a lot going on. Yeah. And it all like ties together and plays off of one another and flows in and out of each other. And you don't even have to pick up on a lot of that shit, like, which is why I don't think you're going to on one viewing. No, you just there's. That's why I kind of dismiss no those way. reviews. You just you can't pick up on all of it one viewing. So I would say I know people like Josh. I listened to his episode talking about recently. Um, uh, your next favorite film, movie. right? Next favorite movie, Josh. Shout out. He did a Suspiria episode, <laughs> and he said he hasn't watched it because the runtime is daunting, and I agree. Yeah, you see that, and you're like, "Fuck!" And there's no fucking genre fan wants to sit through a two and a half. Hour I get movie. it, man. I get it. And if you're a genre fan only, then you're not gonna you're not gonna appreciate. No, it. Don't no, even bother. You, 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 exactly. you gotta be you, a you fan gotta, of fucking you, you art gotta house. Have toes. Like, you gotta you gotta have two toes in each pool. Yeah, you got. You to. have to overanalyze it. You have to. It, it begs you can't for just that. Watch it once. You gotta watch it like yeah, two, three, at least three That's, times. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Listen to Casper. Easily. So like I so I get it why people see that runtime and they're like fuck that movie I'm not bothering and that's that that kind of says something about you as a movie or if if you see a two hour and forty minute runtime and you can't commit then it's not the movie as, for you as a ca- you even a watch ca- a frame a casual genre fan will look at that runtime and be like what is this pompous shit right and they're right no, it's no they're absolutely right I fuck but it, it is pompous shit which is part of why it's so fucking beautiful and great it's and and, and what i like to say to that casual fiend is like hey remember how cool acid was the first time you ate it yeah but i don't, I don't know that i it's, would recommend this to a casual fan to be honest with you. i don't think a casual fan would. will appreciate Thank you. it and that's what he tries to do this is a he thinking man's horror movie that. and I, that sounds like shitty to say and i don't Just i don't like even he mean tries it that to way show I don't mean that if people, you don't want to watch this, you're dumb. Like I, I'm not saying that at all. I can see why it's daunting. Like 
it, it's a dense fucking like you got to peel it apart. You're not just gonna kick back and like relax and watch it. It's not that kind of movie. Nah, nah, that's you can't. That's, that's what the original one is. But like but there's Same there's reason. there's yeah, it's not, not for it's not, not for everybody. There, but show. there hasn't been there has not been a fucking movie that that's been able to strike this kind of chord. Oh, not not with me. And yeah. and spark this kind of conversation for the for decades. Yeah, but it's man. just like uh, you and me. Other people. Different. Yeah, I other people aren't differ. having this conversation. It's, well, it's like I us. Say to differ. I will argue <laughs> but the most that's, talked but about. That's important to me. So that's <laughs> yeah, why, right. You exactly. Know? I will argue the most talked about genre film in the last decade is Hereditary, <clears throat> or It Follows. I'd argue Hereditary is more and more that. than I It Follows. Seen that yet. And I like Hereditary better than It Follows, so I'm okay with that. No, I guarantee you that. Like this is like. Not to like be a jinx, but I don't think that this is going to be like a high listen to episode because I don't think most people give a fuck about. No, I I don't. This I hate to say that. People like the second version, but nobody gives a fuck. And look, I mean, if you if you guys do tune in, then you know what? It's it's like you sent me a fucking birthday card. This was my choice because this film just like struck something deep in me. Hey, I'm the guy who chose how to lose a guy in ten days (laughs) months ago, and I sat through it. That's the thing. Like I've never seen that movie. I'm never gonna I fucking see it. And did you say you like? You mean sat we there didn't convince you to see it? I sat there wrapped, listening to everything you guys had to say about it. It was like I, because I dig you guys, and I want to hear what you have to say about any shitty. And we appreciate movie. that, Justin. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's why you're the number one fan. Yeah, exactly. I, I hope some people listen to this because it is a they worthy will. movie. We have regulars who definitely tune in. And again, like, if you're a casual. Like fan, then you're probably not going to do no. it. Don't 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 waste your time. I'm telling you right now, as a, as a friend, don't do it. But if you're like a person who likes like weird old seventies and eighties horror, and just, you like art house, just then, sit, then fucking do just, it. Man. If you do just it. want to like like especially if it's kind of raining outside, you know what I mean. Same yeah, the gloomier, the gloomier the better. It's, yeah, if yeah. it's if it's if it's a shitty gloomy day, you got nothing. Watch else it when to you're do. really depressed. You know. Throw you throw I don't know throw you know throw a beef stew in a crock pot or some shit. <laughs> I don't fucking know what you guys do. All right, all right. On that note, let's, <laughs> let's go to Mulligan you moment. Know. If you had to do it all over again, would you make the same choices? The way my mom always raised me is that if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Oh, you were that against I t- this movie? I told you. I told you. I know. I love down. it. No, that's you, great. You're battling I a different it. team. So, you're battling a different team. Yeah, I'm going to be that guy. And yeah. for the sake... No, just... I, look, this... this, this. Mm. It was a slog. It, it really... It is. Mm. It is. <laughs> but you got to watch it more than once. you got to. I, and I, that being said, this is my second viewing. Well, and it didn't get any I... Better. It didn't get better for I think it got worse. <laughs> I, honestly, I hate to say that. I really do. I, you don't, you guys don't know how pissed off I am right now that I didn't like this movie because I want to be in, engaged in this conversation. Hey, and I'm, shit. Are there are movies like that for me where like everybody loves it and I just don't get what it is. Like I'm sorry, I, I know pal. how it is. That's this, fine. No, don't apologize, bro. Do not apologize. Don't you dare apologize. apologize. You tell don't. us how bad you hate don't, it. Don't because let just let me <laughs> let me have my opinion, you know. Let right. me have it. And it's okay. He can have his own opinion. 
opinion. Look. Because you like it doesn't mean that he's got to like it. Another one of my favorite sayings is, right. they can't all be winners. <laughs> oh, no, that's one of his fucking favorite sayings, too. So, this movie's a fucking winner in my book. I, right, and that's all that matters to you. And to many, yes, it is. Like, do you two clearly? I mean, motherfucker, everybody got a goddamn composition book. I think we're the, literally, like, sometimes think full of fucking notes. That's awesome. Do you have any you know, I, I wish I liked this movie What's enough up? to have my own composition book full this of notes. I got Last Action Hero. I got That's Casino. But, I mean... I got Night of, or Return but, of the Living but, Dead in here. Well, like, but... It's good. It's good. It's good shit. I can honestly appreciate a lot of things this film was going for. I mean, this was going for a fucking grand slam. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this was you, gunning you, for the fucking see, Fenway Park why, fence. <laughs> You can see what we love yeah. out of it. Even if you don't feel it, you can see why we feel and it. And I respect you? that. Uh, absolutely. I see it. I, I, yeah. I see it you without don't my to glasses agree, on. But at least you can see it, right? <laughs> yeah, I that's, see it. And that's that's all we need. Man. I just wish I was a part of it. That's, obviously, obviously hey, I'm that guy on the other side. It's, a, it's like, like a puzzle movie. That, like, look. And I know that like, there's some puzzle movies I don't give a shit about. And this is one of those for Ed. But like, I, it's fun like just deciphering with all the little pieces and the shit in the corner and the German writing. Uh, we didn't even yeah. touch on the fact that he was reading through Anka's papers, you know, when the Germans stop you and go, let me see your papers. Like, that's what that little passport thing that he was reading through, yeah. that was Anka's papers. She couldn't find those when she went back to the house. That's why she tried to get out of town and got thrown yeah. in a concentration camp. That's why he there's, feels guilt. His guilt is a big part a of what the story's about. This, I mean... I mean, you talk about, you know, like slow cooking a fucking yeah, stew it's, it's and a shit. Slow That's what this movie it really is. is. It really is. It's it the really slowest is. of slow burns ever. I, I will give you that. But, um, it, but it, it kicks you in some shock bags that you weren't expecting. Throughout the movie. You really hadn't that. seen before. You felt a little daring for its age. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah. To, to keep the conversation engaging, my mulligan moment for this is just... Tighten up that runtime. Yeah. No, I go with that. I was noticing there were down. scenes that they shave off a good 15, 20 minutes. I can live yeah. with a two hour movie. They showed Klemper like going to the cottage almost in real time. It was like you can trim some of this. Yeah. There were some beautiful shots of him walking through the city. Right. But they could have been trimmed. That was, and that's what was going for. Was and the that beautiful cinematography. Right, like throughout the entire movie, there were definitely shots that could have I don't been think he up. wanted to have a film completely filled with just ugliness. Right. You know, you yeah, wanted was, something to get out of it. For, that was for, his, that was that was his filler, and it was like Tilda's little fucking Oscar role. So you know what I um, mean? Like, hey, look what I could do if I pretend to have a penis. So yeah, just you just know? just tighten that runtime yeah, down, and you know maybe I'll like it a little bit more. Anything? I, I'm sure you two. Not no movies. No, perfect. no, I'm not saying it's perfect. I, I get like I would agree with you. It, the the runtime could be a little bit tight, even if it's only two or three minutes. It could be like that much tighter. But I think you could probably cut more out of that, more mm. out of it than that. Yeah. And um, I appreciate how dense it is, but maybe make everybody a little clearer in who they is, uh, in who they are, yeah. as far as the, uh, the matrons. Yeah, I get that. I get with that. A, a yeah. little bit more in that regard, or, or just yeah, but don't clarifying you think that a little that bit more. Adds to the whole like. I just want to know who everybody's name is. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Like that's I just, I'm talking I just, that basic. Like, I, I just want to know I, your I name, like there. Cheers. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I had Vendor Gas. Like yeah. you know, exactly. Right. Like, yeah. That's all I need. Like it's just something where like everybody says each other. Like they say the names when they're voting, but I don't know who the fuck is who while they're doing it. Yeah, because it's not matching the words. It's almost on montage. Style. Right. Well, it's it's one long uncut shot, but it's following 
Vendergast around, and you don't see, and they're doing it telepathically, so right. you don't see anybody's mouth move when they're talking, so you don't know who who is who. Right. You get the names, but you don't you don't put them to the faces. In other words, if anything, I would until say, their fucking heads. I would blow say up. make that a little. Once bit... Once their heads blow up, then you know who was. But saying even then, what? there's a couple of them I couldn't tell you what their name is, and I watched this thing. I'm telling you, in, I, a, I agree. in a ten hour stretch where I paused and like, like, I kind of would thing. like a like like I will go out and you to do like a like a ten episode limited series. Of the fucking it doesn't even need all that. Block just, school for just dance. Trim some of that other shit that could have been taken out. Give a little bit more to so I know who specifically each matron is. Right, and that's it. And that's me. I mean, yeah, I, I, really I get don't you because it, it, it really wasn't yeah, clear right. as to. <clears throat> now, granted, what what Argento was going for too with it, with it, with the original was that was only the first of his three mother series. Yeah, I've never watched any other one. Uh, I'm not so, see, I'm see, not a big um, Argento fan. No, no. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you, I would watch them, but it's like there's so many other things that I want to see before that that it's like I'm yeah, not the getting, other, the other because they were, don't have a good reputation. It was like if people loved them, I would be like, oh, I need to. I, I mean, it's shallow for it's, it's only Argento. It was a moment in genre history. It was yeah. it was a moment in time with horror. Yeah, 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 yeah sensibility, but, but, but I don't know but, that his talent like match. I don't know what you well, see on the screen matched what his. His yeah, sensibility what, what, was. What, what he did was he did what it's Edgar so Wright's doing now with his with Yeah, his I know Cornetto. some people love him. That's why I wish I liked him better. Like how Edgar Wright's got his Cornello trilogy. Right? He's another one. I don't okay. love him the way other people right. do. It's just right. a thing in my brain. Just, where... But they, they got this little you know like like pocket to their catalog. Yeah. And that's what uh, what Argento had done was he he did Suspiria. Did you ever see the, any of the sequels? Uh, Tenebra and Opera, yeah. And, and Opera, yeah, I own them. Oh, Opera's the, another uh, yeah, one. Yeah, Tenebra, yeah, Tenebra uh, and Opera, Opera are, the are the other three. One. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they worth watching? Um, I mean, uh, it's, see, that, that, for you, jealous, told, you already for told me. Uh, yeah, 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 I, I heard all jealous. <laughs> I mean, look, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get that mixed dialogue of uh, English and Italian dub. You know, depending on how you how you screen it. And I'm a Lucci they, they, fan. They, they, if we got to watch Italian. I'm a Lucci guy. I, see, I told him he wouldn't because he doesn't like he don't like and they're silly. Shit. Yeah, they're and they're he silly. Don't like like I, shit they're schlocky as fuck, which is I, part of the reason why I love them so much. Right. Yeah. No, I, I'm a Lucci guy. If, if we're going to Italian in that era. All right, finger looking good. <laughs> finger licking good. Mine is simple. It's it's. Anytime Tilda Swinton pops up on screen, it's a lot. She's got a lot of roles in this film. It's a Tilda Swinton tour de force yeah. in my book. It is, man. It, it really, really is. is. This it is really her is. show. And it wasn't marketed No disrespect that way to either. Dakota Johnson, but I mean, Tilda it, it, Swinton. She's awesome, by the way. Yeah. She's awesome. She's but Tilda Swinton is just fucking She just amazing. got Tilda, holy shit. Tilda fucking it's, made it's this like, movie her bitch. Yeah, it's like performance of a lifetime kind of shit. Yeah. You compile a list of like. So that's what I was really fascinated by all the time she showed up. Like all that. the roles, so yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm gonna go. This is an obvious one, but the twisted ballerina. It's just such a fun sequence. Yeah, yeah. It, it I is mean, to be most... delivered in that first act too. Yeah, and it and it maybe like is there anything else that happens in the movie quite as shocking as that? Like, I mean, I, I mean, the exploding the heads, the heads the like nothing, not nothing yeah, like no, that. Like, like you know that, what I mean? like what that does, that tests you. Like, are you ready to keep? keep and going? there you go. If you're a person who I That's previously told not to watch it. Watch at least that scene. Like you got to check out at least that scene. Yeah. Get this go on YouTube. If you go, if you yeah, watch, if you got to watch forty minutes of the movie, do it. It's worth it for that scene, and then fucking yeah. turn the thing right. off and be done but with see, it. But you're not going to after that. That that scene like, is why fucking. Why did that even just happen? It, it, it's like, like, like riveting. And it's not <laughs> like it's 
it's not gory in that there's blood and guts. It's but, but it's, it, it it like goes so beyond gore. Like, it's sick and twisted. Yeah, like seeing a head. I mean, there's for, a lot of there's a lot of pee and vomit. There's pee and there's bile. Like it's gross. <laughs> it's a fucking. <laughs> it's a gross sequence, and it's, it's just like Jesus Christ. It's amazing. Like I love the rest of this shit going on in the in the movie with all I the pol- the politics and the feminism. I, that's what I really love about it the most. But if I had to pick out one specific scene, like that's that's the money shot scene for me. And then afterwards, when they do the hook center and drag her out, like yeah, it, yeah, like that, that whole segment. You combine I'm, those I'm scenes you. together. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. I'm and then the you. and then the hook is in the actual glass case, right at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. And like right. the museum, just, guys, whatever. I'm 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 a cheap fucking date. It's that whole 15 minutes of weird stuttering slow mo when Susie just comes down and commands that fucking coven, and she takes over everything. Like, I am engulfed. I mean, there are times when I will put the Blu-ray into the PlayStation, just queue up that scene that and scene, put the headphones yeah. on. Right. Like, if, if I blaze out and just be like, whoa. <laughs> it's fucking heavy yeah. duty. It's a good fucking... It's, it's, like, I, I've, I've been saying this for years. It's the baddest 15 minutes ever committed to celluloid in the last decade. Man, it's just fucking ballsy, and it's—I don't know. I mean, I was—I was a big sucker for Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses back in the day too. So it kind of shows where my taste at. <laughs> but still, I fucking love that segment because it's fucking like he just went there, and I'm like, oh my god, that's the glorious. Part I've of never the been to the right. belly of the beast before, and now here I am. Yeah. I felt like I was in the belly of the beast. And I'm like, is that, oh my God, that's Tilda Swinton too. Because we didn't know. I'm, we're sitting here on fucking lawn chairs and fucking rockers. And did we first moved into this yeah, place. Yeah, but the, I don't, I'm, I'm not even in this shit, but I didn't like the ending. You didn't like the ending? No. I didn't like it the first time I watched it. I didn't. On, on the reviews, like I on the rewatches, I mean, it, it, then, I, then I got, I was like, okay. It could have been I left like to the imagination more than it was, I think. I don't mm-hmm. know, it's just my Mm-mm. I'm not in it, so... All right, final category. Final thoughts. I say we uh, tie a bow on it and put her to bed. How do I want to put a bow on this? <laughs> For a movie that you love oh so much. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this much, though. I, I will say that it at least warrants one viewing for you. If you're at least a fan of films, like we say in the beginning of every episode... Do yourself a favor and at least check it out for yourself. You you got nothing to harm except for maybe two and a half hours yeah. of your life. <laughs> you yeah. won't get that back, by the um, way. I mean, you're taking a gamble like every movie you watch for the first time. But I just, there's something, even though it didn't really strike with me and didn't really connect with me and really did nothing for me, there's still something to be said about this movie for what it at least achieves in the cinematography, especially when you compare it to the 77 version. Um, if you've seen the 77 version going into this, bonus points for you because you at least have something to compare it to because yeah. at the end of the day this is a remake um i don't care how much you want to turn things around and say this no. the third it's a fucking remake it's, it's, I, I, and that. that being said it's um springboard i I'm, really I'm, really did appreciate them bringing back harper 
for a sequence that was smartly done. Yeah, it was, it was like I said, it wasn't gratuitous. It was and done it wasn't very tasteful. Or another rendition right. of her. And it right. didn't involve it was, Susie. For it, it, was done, it was done right. very tastefully. If you didn't know, that was fan service, but if yes. you didn't know, then it didn't. But that was, that was old it's, hard it's fan like service. It's like you right. wanted her to be more oh, of a yeah. movie. Oh, no. It was, I thought it was perfect. I thought so, they did just I honestly felt it was for guys like you and me that had been watching this. Right, exactly. Had been seeking this thing out on big box VHS back in the fucking 80s. Um, so I got a five star system. I'm gonna oh put boy. this between two and three, right. two and a half. Call that's that. fair enough, man. So that's fair. That's enough. my humble opinion. Justin, Damn. final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. I mean, I think I've made it clear. I, I think this is an amazing movie. I didn't like the original one going into this, and then j- this rewatch made me go back and rewatch the '77 version. And I, I didn't make it through the entire thing, but. I have a much better appreciation for that now, kind of knowing what it is. Um, so I don't know that like I'm one of those guys who reflexively dislikes remakes or the idea of remakes, but this proves like uh, True Grit's another recent one. Yeah, you can do an interesting remake that really takes the basis of what the original was and tells a completely and, and, different yeah, story and, and draws a little bit yeah, more it's, out it's, of it. It's it's really yeah. I really don't consider it a remake. I, I think it takes that obvious those obvious elements and just tells a way different story. I, like, I, I, the I, original Argento version doesn't come close to the no, depth of like, what like goes Susie on. Susie was just trapped in the school back then. Like um, suddenly she couldn't. And it's just, just a rote slash somebody's throat kind of movie. Like move which on, is move on to the next set. Yeah, which, which is was, fine. Which works. Like, yeah, that's that's, right. what you, that's what you bought your ticket for. Exactly. This is something completely completely. Yeah. Oh, I was saying that the, the blind man, his dog in the dark alley, is fucking not the alley, but you know what I'm talking about. That seems scary as shit to me. It's, That's it's, effective. Out of nowhere, it's, it serves one? no purpose. In the original. In, yeah. Oh, in the original. I'm yeah. like, well, it's like a yeah, flyover and, demon or something and, over there. Right. It's, you know, it's, it's a flavor of witch. And it serves, and it serves no a, purpose. <laughs> the, it could have been it's left out for no reason, but he, he kept it in there just to fuck with you. So that's why. And yeah, I, I think. Maybe because it's a blind man, they can't use his eyes to see, and they're like, "Fuck yeah. him, I'm gonna move." Blind on. man is dog. I, have, dog I didn't make it I, like I, like I said. I watched it years ago, and I remember not liking it. And I just tried to watch it again the other night. Made it about forty minutes and fell asleep. Not no fault of the movie. It was just because I tried watching it too. Right. Oh bullshit! You, know I mean? you didn't like it? No, I was I was actually thoroughly <laughs> enjoying it. I was like, you know what? I think I'm changing my opinion about this. And then I fucking fell out. So I I do. And I never went back. And here's another thing about the original. Am I like? Am I having a Mandela thing, or wasn't the the original the the opening credit Suspiria like some gaudy like yeah like yeah. claymation yeah because no, the version I watched the original po- no the, no in the, the actual movie oh yeah. it is it is the title it is, yes, part. yes yes because yes. when I watched it the other night it just was like old late seventies Italian no. title cards like Suspiria no, no, and it no, didn't no. and I liked it that much better like when I watched it the you first felt, time what did you feel like you got like kind of got like an Italian director's cut. I don't know, like, whatever I was watching was, like, it was just, like, an old, like, title card, like, you know, Blah Blah Grimaldi Presents, right. Suspiria, and it was all, like, the same, like, white on black Fuck. title card, right. yeah, 
And and I liked it so much better well, that way. Like, that, 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 that stupid that's, claymation that's it. It was, it takes me out of the release. fucking movie it was uh, US before release. you even get to the first yeah, frame. It was US release it right. I hate that. And I was, fucking that hate was, that. that. that and I know a lot of people on... like that. That's part of the appeal. But I I hate it. Takes me out of the movie before anything even before happens. The, yeah, yeah. I, I can feel you. I, I feel you. And that. this version with the, just the title card, Suspiria, blah blah blah, and like just flows with the rest of them. I, I was immediately drawn into the movie one hundred and fifty percent more. And then the, the opening at the airport with the colors and the cinematography. Yeah, it just drops you right in. I was just like, holy shit. I was like, okay, I might just, just from that opening rain. scene, I was like, all right, I might be wrong about this fucking movie. I need to, I need to really give us like my, my full And attention. it still drops you in. Like he doesn't hold your hand. But it's just beautiful. It's just amazing to but look this, at. But this one it's gives you. Unlike anything weaves, I've ever seen. It's more of a fabric for this you. This tells to, a story. The original one doesn't tell a story. It just like drops you in the middle of it. And he's like, oh, wait do we get to the next set piece. Susie's yeah. going to be caught up in blue barbed wire in a little bit. <laughs> you know? He's uh, fucking just hanging on. Uh, for me, final yeah. thoughts. It's my fucking birthday, bitches. What do you think? This is I picked this movie for a reason. <laughs> it has been under my skin for what three years now? Three years, three, three magical years, fucking <laughs> years. I just like this is one of those films. Like guys, you've heard me tell that story before about how Brian De Palma's Carrie scared the bejesus out of me, and it, it kept me away from movies for like eleven years. And then I finally, at the age of sixteen, put in my VHS copy. And decided to confront it. That's when I knew film had an effect to play on the the, the terms of our show. But that's when I knew that, that the art form had an effect on me. It had a hold on me. And to sit down and watch this, and I was pissed because I was so proud. It like I, I so much would love a a, a fucking poster with. The release date, because it's it, it, let's face it, it came out of my birthday, so that's kind of cool. You know, it's got it, it's to have that like imprint marketing mm-hmm. with some shit that you're a fan of, it just makes it that much more personal. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, I don't get like I don't get into shit, but, like that, I, mean, but I know it means something, and I appreciate that that means that means something. To yeah, people. yeah, like, it's I'm like, not it's one like of a little special, people, like, but, like, but a I get it. Like a tip and a half from the universe, yeah. like, hey, happy no, birthday, kid. Right. Here you go, this one's for you. Yeah, you know. And I I missed out on that, but then when I sat here and I watched it, and the first few times I watched it, I wanted to use subtitle, but I was still fucking <laughs> It's crazy. Man. You it's crazy as shit. But and it got <laughs> under my fucking skin, man. I couldn't I couldn't get it out of my brain. And like I could I I could feel it like just like I could feel the whatever that, that vibe yeah. like in between the fucking bones and the tissue. You know, and then when it did, I'll be damned if I didn't make sure I didn't have like 11 bucks in my account when I went to work that day. It was on new release Tuesday. He's my fucking discount. I'm like, you're coming home with me. Suspiria brought it home. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. It was one of those few times where I had to eat my own fucking shoe. Cause you of all people, sir, know that I was against this. Oh, you were adamantly against it. I was like, no fucking way. You're not getting me there. You're not getting me there. And you started goading me on. You're like, really? Look at this. Look at this. I'm like, well, wait a minute. And then I completely. When I saw that people got up and started walking out and, of like, and that's the screenings, when, I was like, all right, now and, you got my attention. Right. That's when I woke up. I'm because like, that shit's bogus sometimes. But like, 
I'll always like kind of like cock up an ear. I'm like, okay, I'm listening. You know, and like, it was more, but it was more than one screen. Right, exactly. Too. And then you start to read more and like more the, about you know, it. You're the, like, like the BAFTA. You're like, well, that, that does sound pretty fucking gnarly. Like and, and, because and, like, the shit that I was reading described, like, and then her her like leg cracks and snaps and the the bone pops through and the like, skin. I and must, I'm like, and, uh, and then she pisses I, herself. I'm like, all right, now I, I gotta I see to, this. I thing. have to see this for myself. Right. And it fucking scratches that edge. So yeah, man. Um, if you guys are listening to us and there's a fucking reason, if you haven't seen this film, I'm sorry, do it now. This movie will just, I don't know, even like Ed said, I have to once. listen to you guys break it down for the last two hours. <laughs> I could go for another eight, I like, seriously, I could do like a dissertation after the notes. I It'll just fuck. get under your fucking skin. I didn't begin to touch on it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've gone long-winded. I apologize, but yeah, man. I don't know. They're like this one affected me, affected me with an A, not an E. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, gang, this episode has been sponsored by your local therapist. Because trust me, you'll never be more thankful for having one after watching this little diddle. <laughs> All that being said, this film definitely gets the film effects seal of approval. I think. Two out of three ain't bad, so I think I it was does. wondering if it got the. the it's got yeah, it. I didn't know yeah, if you overrode yeah. everything. No, no, no. It's got it. 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 Two out of three. Two out of three ain't bad. And that'll bring things home for this edition of the show. One down, many more to follow. If you enjoyed this episode and want to continue to support the show, then please do so by leaving a five star rating and positive review. We're just an honest review, gang. Whatever you feel, put it on there. Uh, it helps with the algorithm and it helps us grow so more and more can enjoy the show. And while you're at it, check out our website, podpage.com, where you'll find our ever-growing collection of previous episodes. Yada, 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 blah, blah. Pick up some merch from tpublic.com slash user slash film effect podcast. Yeah, we got koozies. We got coffee mugs. We got pillows. We got We have Suspiria t-shirts. We have a Serbian film onesies. We have... <laughs> we we have silo pint glasses. You are fired. <laughs> I just got canceled. Oh, um, that was Justin's birthday card to me. Uh, yeah. You are so, a sick fucker as well. You at, deserve that. You deserve that. So as of this recording, the next episode's kind of up in the air because we're waiting to hear back from Howard Berger still oh, on the recording. If the strike takes over and he's unable to commit, then we're going to hold off on Scream closer yeah, to the 25th anniversary. Is that due, like, due to the strike? I, yeah, I talked yeah, to him we, yesterday. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's that's definitely played a part in things right oh, now. So, depending on how that plays off this weekend, uh, if he's back, if he's still on for Monday's interview, then we're doing Scream next. That'll be the next episode. If he's unable to, we still have time. The 25th anniversary is technically not until December because Wes Craven likes putting out movies around Christmas for some reason. Um, and that leaves the next film, which is Nightbreed. Yeah. So, uh, either when way, we're doing the cabal cut, right? We're, we're oh, doing God. the cut. So he always, I've never seen he's Nightbreed. always like, Theat- director's cut, director's cut. It's like, dude, we always do theatrical and then we elaborate when and we have a why category. Is that, why is that the decision? Just because you go with, with the theatricals, the, the cutoff? The, the, general, the GP's going to listen. They're going to watch theatrical. Uh, not everyone yeah, has. going to go back after the Everyone fact. can watch theatrical, but not everyone can watch the directors in right, special editions. So, you know, we're going to be fair. I got you. 
That's how it goes. I've never oh, seen that. There are differences. Either verse. No. No, I've never seen that. Oh, dude. When, uh, I just thought it looks silly. Is it good? It's, it's real good. It's, it's my favorite Clive Barker film. You got it over here? No, I don't. I own it. I had the Screen Factory Blu-ray. It's on Prime. Okay, I'll check it out on Prime. Make sure it's Cabal Cut because it's a good fucking extra half hour set in the fun part. Which isn't man. even technically the true Cabal Median, cut. Man. No one has seen the true Cabal cut. <laughs> fucking one that, they, yeah, it's not the, the true. The cabal best cut. you're gonna get it. Yeah, yeah, it's, the it's close you cut. get because okay. the Cabal cut has another twelve to thirteen minutes wow. to it. So but either way, it's right, still I'll thirty to forty I'll, yeah, more I'll, than the theatrical. Um, it. It, it just you spend a lot more time in Midian, and Midian's where you want to be, mm-hmm. man. So yeah, we're gonna have so, fun with as always, Justin. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, pleasure. Thank you, pal. Been a while. Uh, and, and thank you for the gifts. I Absolutely. can't. I, I yeah, can't be more thankful and appreciative. Oh, yeah. Sincerely. Absolutely. Um, so we're, we're, we're we'll like, be back like, with like you soon. When we come back after the Halloween Harathon wraps up, I think week two. We got last action hero. Last action hero. So I'm that's when you'll be that. back. You'll be back for last action <laughs> yeah, hero. I'm ready for that. The, um, I already got my notes. I watched it. I rewatched it. I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah, I, I had more so fun than I thought I would. I love See, it I so much. Like, I, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh, maybe not so like, much. Oh, fuck you, I'm maybe not so much. Love it no, so it. much. I, I'm looking forward to talking about it. <laughs> so, looking forward to having you back for that yeah, one. Man. Fuck yeah, man. Um, and then not long after that, we got to Departed. So we got stuff coming up. We really do. We still gotta finish Casino, man. Who are we kidding? Nah. Let's just let's just break that <laughs> I, down now. Let's just talk about that now. I'm so, so happy. Here's the Let game me plan. just tell everybody that uh, you know you go ahead first. Uh, so yeah. here's the game plan, gang. Because yes, we only have a part one of Casino, and there's no part two because I in fact deleted it by accident. <laughs> Therefore, this is the game plan, gang. Because we also. I feel that we can do Goodfellas better in terms of quality, coherentness, a lot of reasons why. So we're gonna route, we're gonna redo the the well, it's not really a redo. Two of them is gonna be a redo. We're it's doing the, the 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 Scorsese trifecta. We're gonna we're, plus we're gonna one. Re- are we gonna do a film effect we're, reboot? We're gonna call it the film. Of, we're gonna call it the Scorsese trifecta plus one, meaning <laughs> Goodfellas, Casino. Oh, we're Departed. doing Goodfellas again too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize what? that. The Goodfellas, I mean, I'm down with that. Right, so I'm putting Casino. The picture up. Yeah, that's right. We need some mojo. The Departed, which will be brand new <laughs> yeah, for I'm all of us. Yeah. And then the Plus One, The Irishman. The Irishman, yeah. 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 Like and the game plan is to have all those, all those episodes out last week of the year. So we're going we're gonna to end 2021 with the trifecta Can of Plus One. Can we do like The Irishman and The Departed, like, Back to back, like you guys did tonight. Oh God! <laughs> I will have a voice for like fourteen I, hours. I will have zero. Vo- I will have no voice left. Um, but we're gonna make it work. So towards it. the end of the year, I love that fucking idea. So yes, so that's that's the game plan. That. that is the game plan. Um, and I just want to say yeah. I'm happy about this plan because. My performance during Casino was embarrassing to me personally. Like I was, I I drank a lot of beer during that I one. I felt the same way with Kevin in the woods. I was embarrassed. Oh, go, man, so, I heard so that. So, gang, go back to uh, our part one of Casino. <laughs> I, the part one and isn't even as bad as it got, which is why I'm so glad that part two didn't see the, the light of day. Thing, so I remember the two. And part one's bad. Like I'm just saying shit that doesn't make beer sense, and I'm not, I haven't listened to that. My episode references in months. are like off. Like I know what I'm talking about, but I'm like my my 
all my synapses aren't quite firing. But it's uh, a learning I'm, experience, though. Oh, because I'm, you know, the next time you do it, you're not going to act that way. But this, I mean? Tonight's the first time I right. drank since that one. Like, oh, during, wow. during record, not <laughs> Not in life, but right, in just recording. I get you, I get you. Yeah. And recording, because I was like, oh, man, I yeah, really dropped I the ball it, on that it, one. It makes you feel some type of way. Yeah, and it's I didn't like, drink nearly as much tonight as I did that time. It's, a, it's definitely a mirror being put up to your face. Woo! Like, dude, you sound like a fucking idiot. Yeah. So, no. um, right. <laughs> until next time, which is either Nightbreeder Scream, John, do the thing. All righty, gang. We shall see y'all again. See the lights go down. The opening credits begin to roll. Uh, on behalf of myself and for Sean and for Mandy and for Justin. Who? I knew I'd get it right. <laughs> Um, Fucker, what did you call me at the beginning? It's been fun, but now it's done. We'll check you guys later. Thanks for listening. See ya! <laughs>